you do not like hearing the following words, booger, sex, poop, butthole, fart, pee, boobies, sack, dingleberry, booger face, then this show might not be for you. This is the After Party on 980 WCAP. We're professionals. Barely made with any salmonella. 978-454-4980. Numbers coming at you. Puking in the kitchen, and then I farted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Conversion tables on WCAP after time. Everybody. The circus is in town. Are you going to be uh, driving any deuces in any plastic bags? What? People were pretty pissed off. I was throwing feedback chairs everywhere. Upside down question marks on them and stuff. That's what happens when you, when you rub my tum-tum the wrong way. <laughs> Right on the edge. Hey, 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 welcome to the after party on 980 WCAP. I'm Chris Poulon. Joined in studio, I have Nick Robbins. What's happening, Lowell? <laughs> get to that in a minute. We got Tom Markham. Hello. Thank we, you for having me, Chris. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for being here. We have Mr. Bob Philpont pushing all the buttons. Smash. Wow, what was that one? I was, I don't know either. <laughs> that was Galaga. Yeah, what's that? Galaga. Oh, I never played that game. Now, oh, anyway. <laughs> that was GameCube. And we also have you. If you would like to join us at any moment during the show, you could give us a call at 978-454-4980. Uh, it's National Beer Day, so I know at 930 we're going to... I got a bunch of beer facts. Like like 25 facts about beer. Now, I feel like I've read too much about it because I know a little bit about each fact, but I don't know enough to really give any background knowledge. After each fact, we will drink a beer. That's right. That's right. Uh, at 10.05 with our weird news, we got uh, a hasty exit from a flight attendant. We got uh, calling a Swede. We might call a Swede tonight, and it won't even be long distance. They have a U.S. number. Uh, Instagram was closed by a nice old British lady. Uh, not by her, but uh, her Instagram was closed. We'll find out why. Uh, malfunctioning escalator. I love that. That's great. At 10.30, we got a bunch of different beers to uh, try out since it's National Beer Day. Um, I, I had my list. Here. That's why you're here, because it's National Beer Day? <laughs> Cheaper I, than the bar. That's true. That's true. Uh, you know, I know I grabbed uh, one from Navigation, because uh, they have uh, uh, they, they just released a bunch of Belgians, so we'll be doing a, a double Belgian. Did they move to a bigger facility? They did. They were actually over at Western Avenue Studios, uh, and they'll be having their uh, two-year anniversary soon. And uh, I think uh, they've invited 
myself and uh, Mr. Ryan Cheney. Uh, and, uh, the date's not set in stone, but we're we're thinking about doing a, a comedy show there for their for their two year anniversary. Nice. So that'll be a lot of fun, uh, and I'm looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, I got one of their doubles. We're gonna try that. We got uh, Stonefly India Pale Ale. We have uh, Captain Lawrence Brewing Company. It's called Seeking Alpha. It's a triple IPA, and uh, I'm not exactly sure who makes this one because I'm only looking at the picture of the can. But it's a sour IPA, sour IPA. Best of both worlds, right there, if you ask me. So uh, I'm looking forward to that after 10:30 at 11:05. We got Donnie Connolly. He's calling in. I, I don't love know. that guy. What movie did you see? You know what? He didn't tell me. Uh, it, you know what? Lately, he's been on a pretty good track where he tells me the movie and he actually reviews the movie uh, as as opposed to when he first started calling. So I don't know. I can't tell you what movie he's going to review, but we will find out after 11.05. The new Star Wars trailer. He could review that. Yeah. Do you see it? I I have Released not seen today. it. Oh, that's right. It yeah. has. Uh, I remember they were like, oh, we're going to show the first trailer on GMA tomorrow morning. I watch GMA before work. <laughs> but uh, first, I, I want to mention a few other things. Uh, I know last week we didn't do the uh, show because I knew the following day I had to drive my wife to Amherst. Now, in Massachusetts, is it Amherst without the H or is it Amherst with I think the it's H? it's Amherst. Yeah, yeah, see, that's what I kept getting told by Jack Baldwin that it was without the H. And I felt weird saying it without the like H. sounds like some Jack yeah. Baldwin would say. <laughs> well, he knows the area. Uh, but it was fun. I found an, a brewery out there, Amherst Brewing Company, of all places. Amherst. Did you get drunk for the ride home? I couldn't. No, I no. Gonna I got to be... <laughs> Your wife wasn't happy about that. I had to drop her off, drive home, and uh, no, the beers were very tasty, but in uh, their food was... It was probably one of the... I got a Cuban, and it was probably one of the best Cubans I've ever had. It didn't talk back or anything. It was great. <laughs> great. Uh... I've been getting beat up. I know uh, we've had uh, the fellows from Zone Fitness. They've been advertising, and I've been taking them up on their word uh, uh, as far as what they have going on over there. And I feel like I've forgotten how to work out. And this guy is certainly reminding me. I, uh, I'm in a lot of pain today. You're starting to look good. Have you packed on like 10 pounds of muscle? I shaved. I shaved. That's what it is. Yeah. Hey, you're starting to look good. <laughs> you looked terrible before. And, uh... I don't know. I, I didn't really have any point to that. I, I, I guess I have to sleep on a cot tonight, and I don't think it's going to be as comfortable as it normally is. <laughs> but uh, It's National Beer Day. Yes, it's you National gotta, Beer Day. You so just got to uh, get drunk enough for it to be comfortable. Yeah, and I, I guess I'm going to finish on my little uh, uh, flow of thought here on... Uh, you ever get those feelings when you're feeling... We're about the same age, right? I think you guys are older than me, aren't you? I think so. I I just turned thirty-two in, in okay. March. Okay. So. All right, then we're about the same oh, age. Man, I'm thirty. Oh, all right. Yeah, so I'm, I'm thirty-one. I'll be oh, turning okay. thirty-two in June. So, and and you're surrounded by college kids, aren't yes. you? Yes. Yeah. For the last six years, I've been working at colleges. Yeah. He, he says work. He's not really employed. He just goes to the college and hangs out. That's not getting <laughs> kicked out by security is a pretty tough job. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. Well, it, for me. I often really feel like I don't know. I, I guess I feel older when I'm hanging out with these kids in my in my class because I know Jazz Hands. Uh, I found out he's an Uber driver, and I, I tried making a Rain Man reference. I, I gave a little. Uh, I'm an excellent driver. Yeah, and nobody got it. It just it kind of fell on the floor. That's that didn't go anywhere. Yeah. And then in my head, I'm like, come on, man, that was a great movie. Everybody watches Rain Man, but no, they don't. I'm gonna have to be honest. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen that either with Dustin Hoffman and 
And Tom Cruise, have nah. you seen it? I don't remember it 100%. I have seen it, though. You've seen it. I have seen it. Gotta watch Judge Wapner at four. At four? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Gotta get my underwear at Kmart. It was a great movie. It was it was funny, but uh, yeah, man. It's certain, like, can you still talk about Captain Planet? No. No, can't. You, uh, that's you never a great watched show. That no, I did watch yeah. that. Nick would have been the kid with that had heart. No <laughs> real powers. <laughs> what? When? What? Heart. So... I I'm just having those uh those moments, but I, I think my, my disdain for jazz hands keeps falling out of me in class in the sense of he said something like this uh over the week. He said, uh yeah, I know I, I talk a lot. I'm like, I know like obnoxiously and I sighed. How great it would be if you find out he listens to the show. And he, <laughs> that would be amazing. He doesn't realize he's jazz hands, he's like, This guy sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh man! So like we've been here what twice I think since you've started your uh, classes and uh, I know hearing you talk about them I don't like them anymore. So every class there's something. Well, you know what's happening too is uh, there there's a female that comes into the class and Do and tell. every time she comes in I'm like sit there because this kid will he, he won't sit next to me he'll sit in another it's my my block I'm, I have a human shield yeah but uh, I'm being told that she gets scoped out by Mr. Jazz Hands so she has to like change her schedule around so he can't find her so, so Mr. Jazz Hands is a creep is that what you <laughs> Mr. Jazz Hands is a creep <laughs> I work at a college I wonder how many girls are like that guy is a creep <laughs> oh wow I think of that all the time it must be really awful being a, a female going to college nowadays like dudes are relentless especially at that age i mean yeah. they're, no they're relentless in general especially I'm, now I with mean, facebook too see I, i'm neutered and i lost hope so i i'm, I'm harmless at this point <laughs> that's a, the crazy thing i think facebook because facebook when, we were in, when i started when i started college you only like we were like the first kids to get facebook like so it wasn't like the creep level wasn't <laughs> right, yeah. full on yet. They yeah. did a thing where they showed you where you could look up the um, old messages on Facebook, and I did that. <laughs> and uh, there was a lot of creepy things I've said when it was about you know midnight or one o'clock in the morning. Had and, a few uh, brewskis. Oh yeah, you? yeah, yeah. I wouldn't want to relook at those. Oh man, I had to delete them all and that's, just like I, forget about it. Did you a, Did you know you could find filtered messages on Facebook? Uh, what Have do you, you mean? Seen that? Like, I guess Facebook filters out your messages, so you've been getting messages and not knowing about them. Yeah, every once in a while, yeah. I looked the other day, and I had, like, a creepy Facebook message <laughs> sent to me. Oh, really? Yeah. By who? Anybody? Like, male or female? It was, uh, it was a female that Nicholas here had blocked. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, she just she she invited her. She got a hot in, mic. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> she wanted to invite herself over, so she told him to uh, unblock, have me unblock her, so she could talk to me. Ah, and I was like, eh. but this message was just old. Like I randomly, like I was on Facebook and I was like, like some article to see like filtered messages. I was like, hmm, let's check it out. And like, I just checked it, and that was sitting there from this random girl. <laughs> like, how many? How long was it sitting there for? Oh, uh, it was from last year. Oh, really? All right, good. Yeah. Then you didn't have to. There was no obligation to respond. It was just kind of no. silly. Like, well, look I what I found. I responded. I was like, "Hey, I didn't see this message. Nick's in a relationship now, but I'm single. So, <laughs> <laughs> what up, girl? What up, boo?" And I sent her an emoji. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you do now. You send emojis to let them know how you feel. Tongue out, wink face. See, I had a MySpace for a while, and then uh, everybody started jumping to Facebook. But I, I never got that until uh, I was in Iraq, and whenever I try to call home, 
nobody, you know, what it, when I was able to call home, it was like three in the morning for everybody else. So uh, it was easier to communicate just being able to send a quick message. Yeah, it's crazy. My buddy was in Afghanistan last year, and he had like Wi-Fi, like just full out Wi-Fi the whole time he was there. Oh, well, you said last year though, right? Yeah, yeah. I was in uh, August '05 to August '06, and yeah. when I was there, you'd have to stand, you'd have to wait in line for like a half hour to sign a list. To wait another half hour to get on the internet or phone, whichever one you wanted. And then you'd only be able to be on the internet for a half hour. Sometimes it was slow and didn't work. Sometimes it worked great. It must have made certain things pretty difficult. (laughs) Well, the the funny thing is when you got on a phone, you'd hear other people talking. And the funniest thing I ever heard was uh, the sergeant that I wasn't particularly a fan of. He he was talking to his kid, and you can see the smile. He's all happy. And then his, his smile turns into, like, anger. And I heard him going, uh, Daddy's not in jail. Quit telling people Daddy's in jail. Daddy's in Iraq. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Uh, so uh, it, it was a lot easier sending messages. And But I know when I got back, uh, I don't know, uh, being drunk on Facebook is just as damaging, if not more, than being drunk on your Text well, messages. Oh, it's yeah. terrible now, too. It's like they have the chat feature on Facebook, which is basically AIM in Facebook. Right, yeah. But it's got the logo that tells you if someone's online, but it's, like, messed up. Cause yeah, like, it seems if, like if everybody's always online. Yeah, so drunk me at 2 a.m., like, oh, she's online. <laughs> right, it could just be an app on her phone that's always running. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've looked like a jerk a lot. Really? Oh, that's awful. I, I'm happy I haven't had to deal with School. that in a long time. I own time. up to yeah. it. I yeah? Didn't. You just have to wake up the next morning and just start apologizing to everyone. Oh, my gosh, you know? yeah. Hey, sorry about the pictures. Hey, sorry about the messages. You're right. Just, sorry uh, about the mess in the corner of your room. <laughs> <laughs> How'd that happen anyway? Uh-huh. <laughs> Wu Lun Ming, that's how it happened. <laughs> it's under protest. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it, it has uh, to be a lesson. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you guys are out of that phase, huh? No? I was actually saying to Nick, like, I'm 30 years old now, and uh, you'd think, like, you'd reach a point where you wouldn't, like, push it to the limit, but I got, like, throw up drunk last week oh that's like i threw good. up and i was like i didn't think at 30 i'd still have nights where like i didn't know like how much i could do yeah you know it, it's funny i had that uh i don't want to say i had that epiphany i mean sometimes it might happen but i on campus they were doing this uh like don't drink thing you might have seen it It was out by the gazebo and everything and uh one of the signs said know your limit and I was walking by, and I gotta say, I was like, I'm 31, and uh, I finally know it. <laughs> I'm like, I know my limit. <laughs> That's the thing, though. It's like everyone will try and push it, right? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I've never been out with someone like let's do shots. Be like, you know what? I've hit my limit. We should, <laughs> right. We should return those. Yeah, because all of our friends are degenerates that are just like, yeah, let's try it. And like yeah. I get, I'm still, I'm, I think I'm the worst with like peer pressure. Because really? people just be like, dude, take the shot. I'm like, I'm not taking the shot. I'm done drinking. They'll be like, just take it. All right, it's the last one. I'm like, fine, I'll take it. And then <laughs> I'll take it, and I'll just be in a terrible mood. And then I'll take the next shot they give me just really? because. Yeah. For me, it depends on the circumstance I'm in. If I have to drive somewhere, I'm I'm done when I know I'm done. Because I, I mean, I, going to a, the some of the events I go to, I know I have to drive home on my own driver. So. God forbid, I mean, I, I know how much a, a DWI must cost. Yeah. Well, just get uh, jazz hands to get you home now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's just crazy about comedy. I'll like, I didn't realize how many nights you're, like, driving, you know, in, 
drive an hour and a half to a show, and it's like, man, like you want to keep the party going. It's like, ooh, yeah, got to you know, drive I, home tonight. Right, right, and uh, yeah, that's why. Like whenever I would do comedy, I try to stick to soda water, and yeah. I'll have like one beer, but. I know I can't push it and now, especially since I got to be awake at four forty-five every morning. <laughs> I love doing the morning show. Speaking of which, uh, you know there is a little breaking news. If anybody's uh, driving around, there was—I was listening to the uh, police scanner uh, this evening, and it sounds as though uh, somebody was shot on Merrimack Street tonight. And uh, I know there was a lot of activity on Central Street, I believe, um, and I'm gonna get to the bottom of this but uh it sounds like something pretty serious has happened and uh i know uh, there were reports of uh officers looking for a uh, a souped up subaru <laughs> that's what the uh the description was we uh, were here yeah for the last two hours right we were here. yeah you were here <laughs> anyway, well, what car are you driving yeah, I even got the license plate number for it. <laughs> Last three numbers, XD1. In the next half hour, we're going to go live to the streets of Lowell. <laughs> we're cracking this case. I always wanted to do that in the evening, like, because especially when it gets, like, warmer out and people are actually trafficking outside. Like, what if we had, like, a man on the street going to interview people at this hour? I don't think you'd what get if, anything good, no. would you? If you were right out in front of the building, you'd get gold. Well, people would be asking just, you from yeah, just people passing by. Oh, it would yeah. be that'd be gold, <laughs> radio gold. It's people yelling random things at you. You know, we should go out in front of uh, the Target and Plain Street and interview those people. Oh right, right. How much you make today? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I'm not. Uh, I still get how they have better phones than us. What uh, all the homeless? Yeah, the homeless. Uh, the, I know there's one guy on Bridge Street. He has uh, his, his sign says "Single Dad, Anything Will Help." Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just it's it's now they're getting uh, cocky. Now they're holding up iPads with like, you know, <laughs> word documents on them that just say that <laughs> iPads. <laughs> and they're holding up their Kindle. They can fire. change it as the as the day goes on. Uh, I, I yes. you know, it, it was nice because I, I like to drive around with the window down, listening to my not too loud my music, so I'm not annoying the cars around me. But then I roll up and I'm getting to the point where I keep. I used to roll the window up because I didn't want them to. Hey, how are you? Yeah. You know, because they, they want your attention, but now I, I keep them down. I just try to. So you just gotta yell contact. as they get closer. Be like, look out! There's a homeless guy right there. <laughs> He's getting closer yeah. to the car. It's, it's just it's getting kind of ridiculous. It's really uh, weird. Really. I uh, I blast Macklemore, and they yeah. just stay away from my car. They don't even come by. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're like, you know, it's gotta be embarrassing. Like, how how mad would you be if they were just like looked at you and like, you know what? I'll wait for the next car. <laughs> I, you know what? For how often I see them, I, I feel like there has to be like almost uh, has to be reciprocal. You know, like because they they stand there all day. How many people do they know that they're going to get money from, and how many drive do they know to just walk by? Well, they stand in shifts. Like I've seen them. Oh, I rotate. Know. They have their specific bridges. Yeah, but I've seen like I've they're, seen they're a girl come take money. Unionized. <laughs> they've unionized. Oh, yeah, that's great. Do they have to pay taxes yet? <laughs> no, they pay union dues. Um, they get assigned certain corners. It's pretty legit. <laughs> I, I wouldn't it, be surprised. There might be a pension involved as well. <laughs> 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 now I have a question. Um, say you're in a begging situation. What's your uh, go-to? Crazy, uh, homeless, uh, single dad? What do you go for? What do you go for? That's a good question. Uh, I think I, I, I go for homeless veteran. 
and then I gotta I gotta That's tie my I gotta tie my leg right so it goes <laughs> you Lieutenant Dan pants. yeah 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 <laughs> I gotta get because I've seen that happen where people like pretend to to have a missing limb but they really don't it's tucked up so I I mean right I know that's probably extremely offensive I could never really actually do that <laughs> I think crazy is that go crazy like, crazy like outside of a Home Depot. <laughs> we'll just go down and out. Like, you know, I've lost everything. My wife, my kids. I just, I need money. <laughs> I need money. But I give it to the people that are straight up with you. If there's a guy that's like, hey, listen, I need money for booze. I'm like, here's your money for booze because I know right. where it's going. Yeah. And I just don't want people lying to me and telling God me bless. that they're going to. Yeah. The, be- the best, I was I was in Boston once and I was walking with this girl and there was a homeless guy, well, presumed homeless guy, asking for money. And we were, uh, she's like, don't give him any money. He's just going to waste it on booze. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Let's go to this bar. Right. (laughs) Well, my buddy was in Boston and tried to give change to a guy. And the guy said, I only accept dollar bills. Wouldn't let him put the change in. Oh, really? Yeah. He's very particular, huh? Yeah. And it works, I guess. Apparently. Apparently. Oh, geez. I just, I don't know. I'm not a fan of it. I don't think anybody in the town is, except for them, right? I I just, I I could never, I feel bad. And I know my wife tells me I need to uh, start volunteering more, maybe in a soup kitchen or or in the shelter or whatnot. And then maybe I can get better perspective of it all, become buddies that don't lend each other money. (laughs) (laughs) I saw... uh... On the street now, Merrimack Street, they have like busker zones. You see that? Yeah, well, they've been up there. Uh, I never for noticed a while. that. I noticed that this past Saturday. Something else I noticed. Uh, did you notice that uh, Saturdays you got to pay for meters now? Yeah, it's been like that for a while. How long? Jeez, uh, maybe a year now. That sounds almost? right. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. I think <laughs> they started doing it closer in the at the end of the summer, so maybe it's been less than a year. But it's crazy. It's been a that's, while. that's what bothers me. You know? like, really? I was, I was like. Psh- that's ridiculous. Well, it, they've done it for a lot of the uh, people who are abusing it on Saturdays or something. And now a lot of people complain both ways where uh, uh, the businesses didn't like it for the people that would just park their car and stay there all day. Yeah. Because now the businesses, they're not filtering out. No, nobody's mm-hmm. leaving because, you know, there's less parking spaces. And then there's other people that complain the other way saying, hey, well, nobody's going to want to come to Lowell on Saturdays because... They have to pay for parking now. Well, I was going to say, I didn't see many cars around, like, last weekend when I came down here, so... Oh, yeah? Yeah. And we didn't even know, like, you know, we just, I haven't been paying for meters, Yeah, I well, I was walking on the street, and then <laughs> there was, lucky. like... I was walking on the street, and, like, there was, like, a lady ticketing, and I was like, whoa. Yeah. Uh, I know after 6, it's free every night of the week, and Sundays uh, is, is free still. But uh, Saturdays... Yeah, be careful. Helpful, just a helpful hint. Just take an old ticket and just put it on your windshield. She'll think she already got you. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> hey, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, National Beer Day, we're going to talk about some beer facts. Yeah. So uh, stay with us. You're listening to the After Party on 980 WCAP.
the after party. Kid seats aren't just ten bucks. They're free. Back to the after party. Welcome back to the After Party of 980 WCAP. I'm Chris Poublon. Joined in studio, I have Mr. Nick Robbins. Hello. And then Tom Markham we got. I, I got to do it backwards next time because I, 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 I was getting in trouble when I yeah, I'm about to, the same I'm about people to walk out. in the same order every time I apologize. It was in my rider, <laughs> I get top billing. <laughs> that and orange Skittles. Bob, play a sound effect. I can't do this. Thank you. <laughs> we also have Bob Philpot pushing all the buttons, making the noise, answering the phone call. If you so choose, give us a call at 978-454-4980 or 978-454-WCAP in today's National Beer Day. Uh, and, you know, I feel like every day should be Beer Day. It's good. Well, Beer Day is uh, actually quite good for you. No. Every day is beer. You'd have a problem. Man. Well, it, no. It's the third and fourth beer that really ruins that whole health thing. Well, I was going to say, my, I went to the doctor, and I was like, Doc, I've been you know, drinking, you know, I, I usually drink a few beers a day. He's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, you know what? Drinking's fine. He goes, as long as you don't smoke. Smoking's the worst for you. <laughs> really? He's like, drinking three, four beers, you're fine. Yeah. Some good tips. All I heard was five or six, and you're fine. But. <laughs> and that's why you don't go to the walk-in clinic. <laughs> right. Uh, in honor of uh, National Beer Day, I found a bunch of interesting facts about beer, and uh, I figured we'd run down them, and uh, we'll, we'll see. Uh, like, some of them are kind of, uh, I don't know, I, I, I don't like, number 20 here, I don't really understand. Uh, Stanford researchers found that beer bubbles create a gravity-defying loop, uh, bubbles head up, in the center where frictional drag from the glass is less and down on the outside as the top gets crowded. All right, so bubbles on the side are going down and the bubbles in the middle are going up. That was the same science between uh, that was used for Willy Wonka's fizzy lifting drink. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And all you got to do is fart and you can. Uh, you don't have to. No, yeah, no, that was Family Guy. <laughs> In the movie, you had a burp. In Family Guy, you had a fart. I don't know which version of Willy Wonka you're watching. <laughs> there was a Family Guy. They, uh, they, they had their own uh, Willy Wonka thing they were making fun of. And uh, they ate something that they shouldn't have. And it was Brian and uh, Stewie. They started floating. I think that all they had to do was pass gas, though, instead of burping, and uh, they they came down. <laughs> I vaguely remember that one. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I've lost touch with Family Guy lately. Yeah. Uh, hey, number 19, this is pretty interesting. Uh, the ancient Egyptians, uh, they actually built pyramids under the influence. Uh, according to Patrick McGovern, an archaeologist from the University of Pennsylvania, workers at Giza received about four liters of beer a day. So uh, each day... Uh, the Egyptians, while they were building the pyramids, they got a gallon of beer. Now, I want to see what the original blueprints for pyramids looked like now and now that they were just doing it drunk. Yeah, they were supposed to be cubed. Yeah. <laughs> what are you guys, drunk? <laughs> that's, like the, uh, that's like the equivalent, though, nowadays of uh, helping your buddy move. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. Hey, I'll pay you in beer. I'll get the six-pack, dude. Uh, yeah. <laughs> six? Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I'm 24. I'll get a six-pack for the four of us and a, and a pie. That's the thing. Now, people are, you know, the uh, fast food people are trying to get $15 an hour. Right. I'm just trying to get a 12-pack and a buffalo chicken pizza, <laughs> you know, rather than just cheese and what do you, natty what, uh, lights. Grab beer. What kind of beer you want? You want some uh, some uh, Bud Light or something? No, why don't you get some Sam Adams? Right. Yeah. It's a hot day. But then that person's always like, well, no, nah, you know, everyone else here would drink Bud Light, so I think we'll just, <laughs> we'll just do Bud Light. That's fine, right? But don't it's, give me anything, then. It's the least, it's the least offensive. I'm going you. home. <laughs> How about uh, you get us some Patron? <laughs> That's funny. You, you know, I saw a picture on uh, my friend's Facebook, and it was like eight cases of Bud Light. And I remember thinking to myself, like, if I went there, and they're like, oh, don't worry about picking anything up. We got all the beer. Like, all right, cool. I'd get there. I'd be like, I'll be right back. Yeah, I don't think, I don't know. When you, I, I've seen Bud Light poured into a glass, and it looks, like, so light. We, it's so weird to me to see. We actually, we had uh, a few people over the house, and uh, I drink vodka. Nick, I think you were drinking vodka, too. Yeah. We were like, oh, you know what? Let's just, we'll get some beer for people. And I think we bought like a 36 pack, like Miller. Yeah, it was yeah. Miller Light. And it Miller was Light. It was literally after, like the next day, we went to look at the fridge. Not one <laughs> beer was drank. <laughs> I've been drinking a lot of Miller Light for the yeah. last couple of weeks. So. Yeah, we're like, let's get something cheap for the guests. And uh, it hydrates you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I hear uh, a beer actually prevents kidney stones. There's been a study published in American Journal of Epidemiology. Epidemiology. It's a long word. Uh, and it estimated that a bottle of beer consumed every day reduces the risk by 40%. So, kidney so two bottles of beer reduces it by 80%. <laughs> That's right. That is correct. So I have a negative drink up. 200% chance. <laughs> well, you're, you can't get kidney stones if they just fail, right? Yeah. I wonder why that is, though. I mean, you think it's the, maybe the alcohol, the acidity in the alcohol maybe breaks, breaks up? I don't know. That's interesting. Hey, you know what? If that's what it takes, because uh, kidney stones don't seem too uh, pleasant to have. If there's any uh, doctors out there, uh, give us a call. Let us know. Yeah, please, please. I need to get to the bottom of this. Uh, you know what's interesting, and I've never thought about this? Beer commercials in the U.S., uh, they aren't allowed to show people actually drinking the beer. It's U.S. law that people cannot actually be uh, shown consuming an alcoholic beverage on television. Now, I... I imagine that it's only for advertising and not for TV shows, because I'm pretty sure I've seen people drinking on TV shows. Yeah, but I don't think it shows labels. Mm. And I will say, I remember a, uh, there was a commercial recently with Neil Patrick Harris, and yeah. he did it, and he was like talking about the beer. I think it was Heineken. And yeah. then he goes, oh, i got to step off. And he stepped off, you know, off screen, and then he came back, and it was like empty. And I was wondering why that was, and that explains it. Oh, that makes sense drink. now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. Like, why? It doesn't make any sense to me. How could you? Because not... I don't think they want to promote drinking, but they have to be able to. I, I don't know. Yeah, but you have the person there, and they have the drink, and you're trying to sell the drink, and they're not drinking it. They want to sell the lifestyle, man. They want to sell the party. They're just holding it. What are yeah. you training people? It, that doesn't make that. That is like really dumb to me. That that is very dumb. That I, I need to see an explanation for this. I want to see somebody defend this. I mean, I they tried. I did a terrible. Know, Budweiser job. just lost a customer. <laughs> really? Grow a set and drink on film, or Chris is out. I, well, I yeah yeah. <sighs> I don't know. There's there's a lot of dumb rules when it comes to beer. 
the study of beer and beer making even has an official scientific name. It's a uh, zythology. It derives from the Greek words uh, zythos, beer, and logos, study. And there's actually um, a fun fact about that word. The more dr- beer you drink, the easier it is to say. <laughs> really? Yeah. Depending on what type of beer you're drinking, huh? Yeah. I mean, uh, Padalaska, pa- Pascala. I, I can't. I still can't say it. I have to see the word in front of me. You know what I'm talking about? We had that a few weeks ago. <laughs> Padalaska. I don't know. It was an interesting beer. Uh, Amsterdam pays alcoholics in beer for cleaning the city streets. Uh, for cleaning the city streets. That is great. Why don't we do that? Uh, uh, they, they, uh, local alcoholics get 10 euros, a half a pack of rolling tobacco, and five beers as payment by a government-funded organization. I would be Tap back your microphone. There you go. I would, uh, I would quit my job now and, uh, just take that one. Yeah, five beers a day. Uh, all you gotta do is clean up the town, you get a couple euros, and... Lowell would be spotless. Yeah, Lowell would be spotless. Well, I I don't know. Would it be worth it to them? I mean, right. they seem to be doing pretty good on Bridge Street. I think they're already on that plan. Yeah, <laughs> the government just doesn't fund it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that one's a stupid fact. That's just some guy that chugged a bunch of beer. Uh, beer is one of the world's oldest beverages. That's what I love about this this beer. Like when I was a kid, I didn't really think about it, nor did I care. I liked Bud Light. I liked Coors Light. Everything just the same. But uh, the uh, seeing how far back it goes, seeing it goes like 95 BC, 9500 BC, they can date beer back to about 9,000 years ago. And uh, it's just interesting. I don't know. We've been drinking it for a long time, and mainly for the same reason. <laughs> <laughs> I know throughout uh, some of the years, it, you know, because it was more sanitary, because they were boiling it, they were afraid of the water. Uh, oh, here, here we go. In 1814, almost 400,000 gallons of beer flooded several streets in London after a huge vat ruptured in the parish of St. Giles. Uh, I, what's funny about that is I, I, I read a little bit about it, and what was happening is there was two different distributors or two different kind of breweries, and they're both competing to who can get the bigger vat, who can fill up the most beer in the biggest vat. So they're constantly they're they're outbuilding each other, and uh, that's when that ended up happening. One night, one of the four hundred thousand gallons that was a lot more than I originally thought it was, but. Uh, it, it ruptured. It was too big. It couldn't hold. 1814. What kind of technology did they have? Sabotage. The other guy was like, oh, <laughs> just hater of the year right there. Uh, I can't remember how many people it said uh, died. Beer flood. I should have looked that 14 up. 14 or 11 or something? I, I think so. Uh, that was from them trying to actually drink it. Who would have thought, thought beer would have killed people? Right. I'm, I'm looking for it right now. I think it was an Imperial Stout even. It's just... He died doing what he loved. <laughs> Imagine that. Drowning from beer. At least eight people were known to have drowned in the flood or have died from injuries. Yeah. So, uh, hey, that was, uh, that, was, that was interesting. Interesting stuff. All right, the world's strongest beer is Brewmeister Snake Venom. While regular beer usually have about 5%, this one... Rolls in at 67.5%. At what point do you just call it, like, liquor? You know what? I That's a good question. Um, I don't know. Like, I would... 
wonder if it's even <coughs> carbonated. It looks thick. It looks like the syrup. When are we going to do that one on the show? Uh, <laughs> we'd have to order it, huh? <laughs> Let's do the thousand dollar one. I think. I, I feel like what would happen. Remember that night we had the uh, the Goose Island. Uh, uh, it was a uh, Russian Imperial Stout. Yeah. It was the oak barrel aged or whatever, and we all had that same reaction. We all t- took a sip, and it was one. Whoa! <laughs> it was uh, just really thick. Oh boy! Uh, the most beer drinking country in the world is uh, the Czech Republic. With an incredible per capita beer consumption of almost 40 gallons a year, uh, the Czechs are way out in the front of the beer drinking world league table. I don't know. I don't think there's much to do there except for drinkers. Yeah, I guess. Ah. Hmm. What's your favorite beer? What, what, like, what type of beer? I've been asked that a few times, and I can never give a, a, like a solid answer. Oh. Um. Yeah, I don't, right. whatever makes me drunk is oh, quickest. Oh, really? All uh, right, so you're not like... <laughs> I'm not a, a beer no, snob. Yeah, I'm not any. a real beer snob. I right. Well, I don't, don't want to consider it beer snob. I'm just... Uh, Tom was saying you're kind of a beer snob. Yeah, maybe. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> I, all right, look, when it comes to like Coors Light or Bud Light, I, I can't go that far back now. No? Uh, no, I... I'm, it depends what kind of mood, honestly. Like, it, like a lot of factors go in. I sound like a diva now saying this, but a lot of factors go into it, like... Is it cold out? Is it hot out? You know what I mean? No, am I totally. To, yeah. Am I trying to have a couple? Am I trying to go crazy? Yeah, yeah. No, that that's legitimate. That's my, I got to say, my favorite's got to be like the Dogfish 60-minute, 90-minute. Oh, really? Be, yeah, oh. those are easy to handle, too. Yeah, those They're are amazing. Good. I've never had the 120-minute. No, no, I haven't either. Because every time I see it, it's like $12 for a 12-ounce bottle, and I'm like, oh, no, can't I, do it. What, drink, what was I drinking? Kentucky Barrel? Did you try that? You, that Kentucky was Barrel. It's like a, a bourbon barrel yeah. aged ale. Yeah, yeah, I was trying that. That was pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's almost like a boiler maker with less alcohol, right? Yeah, yeah, that's good. Jeez, uh, the most expensive beer is Belgian's uh, Vielle Bon Secours. One bottle costs around one thousand American dollars. I feel Jeez. like I feel like that's how like if you just go to a bar in Boston, like every beer is the most expensive. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. when I got back from Iraq, I took my cousin out, and uh, I had all this money, so I didn't really care. And we went to Boston. And I, I he, he like so, we got like two Bud Lights, and I and and two shots of tequila, and I think it cost me like twenty five bucks. Yeah. And uh, I was I was blown away. And then he drank his so fast, and he wanted another one. I'm like, dude. I'm Dude. paying for you. I went to uh it. I went to Vegas <clears throat> and we got around in Vegas like we just got our own rounds but I was like Corona and uh the lady brought it over and like the kid next to me got a Corona too. And uh she goes, "All right, 13 bucks." And it was 13 a piece. And he just goes, "$13? Take it back, honey." <laughs> and she just looked at him like, "You're in Vegas." Go drink in the parking lot if you're too cheap to be here. Really? That's crazy. So I could never do it. I'm not in that income status yet. One day. One but, day. I, can you imagine, though, if you just like didn't know and you're just like, yeah, I got this round. Right. That's when you drink Bud Light. You're like, you know what? Bud Light sounds pretty good right now. I'll take that. I yeah. suppose. Yeah, pretty, I mean, um, I'm in the mood for a Bud Light, actually. <laughs> yeah. Old Vikings believed that in their heaven called the Valhalla, there is a giant goat whose udders provided unlimited supplies of beer. Oh, that's where I want to go when I Imagine die. Imagine that. How can you even get that in your head? Like, how does that even make sense? There's a lot of there's a lot of things that don't make sense in uh, the world of religions. There's a goat 
that will provide unlimited supply of beer up in heaven. There's also a bunny that brings candy. Well, that's, that's a good point. <laughs> you know what? I th- well, the bunny giving candy is less gross than sucking beer out of a cow's teat or a, a, a goat's teat. Where does the matter. bunny keep the candy, though? <laughs> In a basket. I don't know. Duh. <laughs> Can we get a uh, bunny to bring some beer? Uh, you know what? I rather have that Easter bunny. A couple nips. Now, this would I, I agree with. It says, uh, nowadays there are about 400 types of beer in the world. Belgium is the country that has the most individual beer brands. Now, there there's way more than 400. I don't know when this list was written, but uh, I finally got 200 on my untapped. I'm a master beer drinker. Wow. <laughs> See, I always I have that, and I forget about it whenever I'm out. I do, too, but I have a lot of friends that update theirs, and I'm like, man, i got to just update it every time. No, what know? happens when you hit, like, 300, do they just start recommending rehab facilities? <laughs> nope, like, they just keep saying, hey, 200 more, you can like, reach legend. They're just like, <laughs> you, know how, you know how apps uh, like filter um, advertisements? Just yeah. Just advertising alcohol treatment centers. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, well, right. I'm surprised that app hasn't gotten any, like, criticism, because, like, it does kind of promote, like, drinking more, because, like, I look at them like, all right, I've got to try all of these yeah, now. Yeah, got another badge. Yeah, <laughs> I, I need to get rewarded. The, the the pleasure centers in my brain are going crazy. It's a, it's a new adult game now for us. Yeah, ancient Babylonians were so serious about brewing beer that if anyone brewed a bad batch, they would drown him in it as a punishment. Now, I don't remember reading about that in the history books, but... Yeah, you know what? Actually, <laughs> I do. Thinking about it, there is that chapter, but I think it was rare when it happened. That's funny. That is, I now, mean, you wasted all those supplies. A lot of supplies go into making beer. Now, your first batch of beer that you made, would you have gotten drowned in it? Mm, well, maybe the uh, the one that everybody liked, I would have. What the poo blonde light? Yeah, the Poublon Light, maybe. But hey, we maybe not. That. Everybody liked it. Was that the apple cider tasting one? Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. My friend who gave me uh, that little uh, bat, uh, the the kit, he actually brought some to his work, and he said everybody there loved it. I'm like, what they think about the IPA? I'm like, well, they, they, they love the Mr. Beer. <laughs> well, you, you guys, you suck. You don't even like beer then. <laughs> Here's a question. Do they drink it after they drown the person in it? That's a good question. Maybe his coworkers for not... Uh, uh, guiding him in the right direction. I mean, back then, you'd have to imagine, it, it must have been really easy to screw things up. If you, like, I've looked up old recipes, and now, like, with the the, invented, the invention of the thermometer, for that matter, really helped a whole lot, because they used to be able to tell when to add the yeast by, like, touching it. Like, all right, now, when the water is just barely hot to the touch, that's when you add the water. But now... Uh, the thermometer gave them like just a more, you know, a concrete, exact measurement to when they could do certain things. You know, it's messed up too. There's so many styles of beer. Like, what if people just didn't like? Hey guys, this is a new IPA I made. <laughs> <laughs> I do what? I like Pilsner. Right. Down them. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's what's funny about, uh, you know, in, in each different beer, it all has a story behind it for exactly why it exists. Like, I know we're going to try a Belgian tonight, but uh, I, I did have all the... And, and Belgian, they, they're they just... Uh, I'll get to that in the 10 o'clock hour, but even the story of IPAs, uh, I'm not going to get into all that, I guess. I, I've You guys know how, why IPAs are called IPAs, right? 
India Pale and Ale? I just assumed it was made in India. Oh, no, no. Uh, Christopher Columbus stole it from the Native Americans. <laughs> <laughs> there were uh, British soldiers that were stationed over in India. India and uh, the, the uh, Great Britain was sending beer over, but it kept spoiling by the time it would get there. And then they knew that uh, the hops had antibacterial properties, uh, so they just started piling hops and all the pale ale and through the long voyage and the in the high heat the that hoppiness just kind of got into the beer so when it would get to the soldiers it was actually still good it wouldn't sour anymore so uh, uh when, when they came back they'd go for a pale ale and it didn't taste like they they, they almost grew a flavor for that yeah. type of beer and uh it just kind of stuck around through the years and that's why they call it india pale ale because the pale ale that was sent to India. I got a question. Beer's so old. When do you think the first official uh, pair of beer goggles happened? <laughs> right away. Like ancient Rome. Yeah, they didn't even care. They were just, just poking thick, around. Just a thick girl. He's like, yo, she's looking real good today, man. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a good question. Uh, just cavemen. Yeah. I wonder what they called first it time then, the guy too. Had sex with an ex- yeah. T Rex. Right. Because they, they couldn't call it beer goggles because goggles didn't exist. So What I'm happened sure to Tommy? What happened to Tommy last night? He got real drunk and tried having sex with the T Rex. <laughs> Thing ripped him apart. Uh, uh It's a fear of having an empty beer glass. The oldest. There's a, there's a shorter word for that, I think. <laughs> What's that? Alcoholism. Uh, yes, yes. The fear of having an empty beer glass. I'm gonna see if my doctor can write me a uh, prescription for that and uh, just go to work. Yeah. Take a note with me and tell him I have to drink all day. Oh man, imagine trying this. The oldest drinkable beer in the world was found in 2010, and in early 19th century shipwreck discovered near Finland. The beer was preserved in bottles by the cold abyss, and it tasted very old, unsurprisingly, with some burnt notes and acidic aftertaste. Wow. It doesn't tell you uh, how old it is. It just says it was found in 2010. Yeah, it says they gave it to a teenager, and he was like, nah, this is skunked. I don't want it. (laughs) I found a skunked beer when I was a kid. It's skunked, bro. I don't want it. I would have hated to be the intern with that crew. (laughs) Come on, man. You got to try it. You got to try it. Ever, Ever drink a skunked beer? Yeah, yeah. When I wasn't, the best is like, can I tell you? After you turned, I don't know. For me, I'd say twenty-one. Skunk beers didn't exist anymore because I right. go, like that was like a like a high school. You're like, no, nah, that's skunk. Then you're like, all right, uh, I don't have the money to buy it. That's yeah, still good. When I when I was a kid, I was in Epping, and I'd I'd have to walk to my friend's house, and you know, you're always staring at the ground. Every once in a while, I'd end up just finding a random beer can that was full. Uh, and I remember I found a Heineken, and I just drank it. But uh, every time I burped, someone was like, "Where's that skunk?" skunk <laughs> I found my friend and I, my friend Steve and I, found a uh, like a thirty rack when we were like fifteen. Yeah. And I just remember like it was terribly like skunked. This is fifteen years ago. I still remember that it was skunk. But like. We're just like, hey, we can't let this go to waste, man. Right. Like, we're never going to find a 30 rack again. Right. That's so funny. <laughs> I mean, I will be honest. I just had a, a skunk, a couple skunk beers uh, this past summer. Our buddy <laughs> left a uh, bunch of Coronas outside of my oh, house. Oh, that's awful. And I just, you know what? It was, it was football season. I didn't feel like going to the store. 
and I had already had like six or seven, so I just drank them. They were on the porch. They were on like the porch. You know, it At causes three the weeks. skunked, right? This it's it's the sunlight. The sunlight causes the beer to get skunked, and then so you have that Corona bottle, especially. It's a clear bottle, so all of those UV rays are going right to the beer. But we need to put we need to put Poublon light in a light block bottle. That's right. That's like right. Like milk. I don't think I would have been drowned in the IPA I made. I made an IPA, and now I'm actually making a a clone of this, the Dead Guy Ale made by Rogue, and uh, that I'm bottling it not this Sunday but next Sunday, and then it'll be another two weeks and they'll be ready. Two weeks, you can catch me back on the after party. <laughs> That's right. Uh, the first professional brewers were all women, called Brewsters. Uh, the women had to be very beautiful to be able to become Brewsters. I, I've never read that. I, just, I do know they were the, the first brewers though were women. It was deemed a women's job, and uh, yeah, it's in the kitchen. Yeah, that's right. After, and then, after they created the beer, the women had to be less beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, her, yeah, uh, hired. And uh, what else do we have here? At, oh, this is a pretty interesting fact. Now think about this: at any given time, any given time. 0.7% of the world population is drunk. It means uh, about 50 million people are drunk right now. Uh, beer, they say, is obviously the main contributor to the drunkness, but I would disagree with that. I think it's just about anything can contribute to the drunkness. Everybody's getting drunk on different things. Beer no. helps. At any, on any given day, what percentage of the population Lowell do you think is drunk? 50. Fridays. Oh, wait, in general? Point seven. <laughs> you gotta figure the college though. The college, I think a lot. You know what? You're right, but I think for the college, I, I don't know. After seeing a lot of them, I, I, I guess. Well, how much would you say? You see them on a different basis than I do. Uh, I don't know. I college incri- kids. I can't do. incriminate myself. Yeah. All right. Well, I. Uh, oh, the foamy head is a very important part of the beer. It is uh, formed by a complex carbon dioxide reaction and can say a lot about the quality of the beer. If the head is missing, it can mean that your beer is flat and bland tasting. Now, that's also how it has to do with like the proteins that are still in the beer. That's why it's able to foam up. I also I learned yesterday watching an episode of Bar Rescue. Yeah. That if the glass isn't clean, like if the glass isn't cleaned enough. Right. The head will go away. Yeah, yeah, that and if you ever see like bubbles forming on the side of the glass, yeah. that's because the glass isn't clean. <laughs> like if, if you see sometimes you'll see like a perfectly shaped like yeah. I don't know, like a Nike symbol or something on the side and it's just that splotch isn't that clean so all the bubbles kind of hang on to it. The worst is like we went out last night went to uh Murphy's and Oh, I shouldn't say words. Oh, that's yeah. fine. We got to run away in a, in a minute. Uh, but hey, when we come back, I know you got a show going on this weekend, so we'll we'll plug that before it gets too late. Yeah, sounds and, good. Uh, so hey, stay with us. You're listening to the After Party on 980 WCAP. We'll be right back with some weird news headlines. Time now for the odd headlines with the after party on 980 WCAP. Nine eighty WCAP, the after party. I'm Chris Poublon, joined in the studio. I have Tom Markham. 
Hello, hello, hello. Just wearing a sexy shirt and some nice jeans. A little slightly overweight with a beard, ladies. He is single, so call in if you'd like. How's his hairline look? <laughs> it's getting a little further back there. Looks all right, though. And that is the voice yeah. of Nick Robbins. We also have Bob Philpot pushing the buttons, answering the phone. If you want to give us a call at 978-454-4980. Um, if you were curious, Nick is in a pair of uh, khakis with black Nike sneakers, and he's wearing a very... Uh, very classy sweater. Ah, yeah, very nice. Thank He's an uh, overweight Caucasian male with a uh, beard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, you guys got a comedy show coming up, don't you? I know <laughs> Mr. I tried to get Mr. Alan Richardson on tonight, uh, but he uh, was currently unavailable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe it's uh, next weekend, right? It is. I'm going to pull up the information. I should have had this pulled up, but... We are doing it. Keep talking. Yeah, we're doing it with a buddy of ours, uh, uh, Louis Martinez. He's putting it together. It's going to be me, Tom, and uh, Alan Richardson's actually going to be on it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it should be a good time. Where is Say, it? Uh, it's a fundraiser. I believe it is in Salem, New Hampshire. I really uh, I just go wherever Tom drives me to. Oh, yeah? It's a benefit. Yeah, so. What's a benefit? <laughs> <laughs> All right, here is the information. It is a fundraiser for Rick Rogers. Uh, it is Saturday, April 16th from 6 p.m. to 12 a.m. It is at the Derry slash Salem Elks Log. Elks Lodge. It's public schools. I'm sorry. Uh, it's at 39 Shadow Lane, Shadow Lake Road, Salem, New Hampshire. And according to this, it is going to have live comedians, a DJ, dancing, and a silent auction. Will Tommy Dreamer be there? It's also going to have a 50-50 raffle. Did you know that? I didn't know. I love those. Light dinner. And you know what the best part is, Chris? Uh, what is the best part? Best part is tickets are only $15 and available now. Oh, right. Now, where do you go to get tickets? Call Louis Martinez. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. There's no link for the tickets. Oh well, I, oh. I we'll have to remind everybody as it gets closer, huh? Yeah, yeah. I just got a text message, and this is not a joke. After that, after that plug, saying Nick hates light dinners. Nick hates light dinners. <laughs> it's very true. It's very true. <laughs> but you want the full thing, huh? Yeah, yeah. Light dinners are like, what the hell am I here for? Yeah, yeah light dinner is different depending on who you are. <laughs> I know. It's a light dinner, only three courses. I started a diet. I'm, I'm eating uh, wheat checks for oh, dinner. Really? Yeah. Ah, so that's that's interesting. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, we're gonna jump into some of these news stories I found. Now it was a little light on the crazy this week, and uh, I normally like it when they're a little heavier on the crazy. But I'll, I'll take what, what I got. And uh, I guess we're gonna start here uh, where a flight attendant. Uh, I guess what she did was uh, the the plane landed. There's video posted online where it shows this employee, she actually uh, uh, deploys the emergency slide. She she slides down after the aircraft's arrival at uh, George Bush Intercontinental Airport in Houston. Uh, and this all happened Monday morning, and then she just walked away. Uh, there was no emergency, nor evident uh, looming need uh, for her to leave the aircraft so quickly, and airline bosses were in the dark as to why she opened the front door and inflated the escape chute in the first place. So... You never had to use the bathroom on an airplane? I would do the same thing. <laughs> I feel like everyone's wanted to do that, though, 
take the uh, slide off the airplane. I mean, not in a dangerous situation, but just for fun, right. you know. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I could see, I could see where she got, you know. I didn't see her like waving anybody else down. She just kind of did it. Like I, it was funny the way she did it too. I don't know if you saw the video or not, but she pretty much she has her bags and she like throws them off to the side. She just jumps on the slide, slides all the way down, grabs her stuff, and deuces out. It's better than a two weeks' notice, I guess, huh? Yeah. She definitely won't be back to work. I mean, not for her career, right? Yeah, well... That's much worse than a two-weeks notice for a career. Uh, well, how stressful do you think it is being uh, a flight attendant? I mean, I mean if you're hot, you're going to have a lot of, like, weird dudes just, oh, like, totally. hitting on you. Especially, Club, like... Uh, yeah. Model High Club. Can <laughs> I tell you, I've flown a lot. I've never had a hot chick. Like really? A, I get a lot of gay Asian guys as flight I know, I feel like that's part of the requirement. If you're male, you have to be a... Uh, of the uh, feminine type. I mean, that that's my only experience with flight attendants. They all seem that way. Not that there's anything wrong with that. That's fine. But it, for me, I, I always thought it was kind of, like, interesting. Like, is, is it a thing? Like, if, if, you're, if you're gay, you're like, wow, I should be a flight attendant. No? I don't no, know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I like how you said, not there's anything wrong with that, but then you kind of took it no, to, like, well, borderline offensive. I, I should be a flight attendant. <laughs> I, 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 I was going for it. Yeah, I was trying Not here. there's anything wrong with that. No, but well, I, I don't like to sound like I'm picking on anybody. He is very red right now. <laughs> it's hot in here, man. It's getting I really hot. Like, I just want, like, one... Ch- I don't know. Maybe it's because of the airline I fly. Like, I fly, like, jet blue. Oh, yeah. That's the best one. Do you think if I like went Southwest or Virgin, I feel like Virgin would have better looking girls. Do you ever see any of their planes? No, it's like think a I've party inside the Virgin. plane. Yeah, but I think that's like a special area that we wouldn't be able to afford. I think they were actually voted. I'm like, plugging best, them right now, uh, so air, I get a discount. Uh, uh, airline. Yeah. Well, that's why I haven't flown. <laughs> I think when I got to I got to go somewhere and they flew me JetBlue, and it was great. I remember like loving every minute of it. I had like all this extra space for my feet. The movie, I think it was when I got to go to Paris Island last year, they flew me a uh, JetBlue. I yeah. uh, I hate flying so much like my parents live in Georgia and I actually uh I'll drive down. Yeah. Yeah. He drove the Domino's <laughs> rental car down. <laughs> Do you take someone with you normally? Uh, I just... haven't. No, in the last really? couple of years I haven't. No. How far how long of a drive is that? It's about 17 hours. Oh my so God. I usually stop like but I I try to I make it an experience, so I get down to like Virginia, and I'll stop and you know go to like a a little hole in the wall bar, yeah. drink, and you know get prepared for my uh, parents for a week. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, uh, United said it suspended the unidentified employee from flying duties. Uh, spokesperson says that we hold all of our employees to the highest standard. The unsafe behavior is un- unacceptable. And does not represent the more than 20,000 flight attendants who ensure the safety of our customers. The aircraft arrived in Texas carrying 159 passengers and six crew members from Sacramento, California at 11.26 a.m. The presumably impatient attendant deployed the slide some five minutes later after landing. So, uh, How how long till there's a GoFundMe page for her to get, uh, get her job back? (laughs) <laughs> she was being harassed on the plane. You don't know what she went through. Right. I'm trying to find it here. Like I, I only saw part of the story. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna use that tonight. Oh yeah, that's gonna be good. No, I don't know. Like, have you ever quit a job? Just like you knew it was probably the bad way to do it, but 
you at that point you're like, nah, I don't care. I don't Friendlies. Have, I don't have the brass to do that. Like, even if I hate a job, I'd be like, Psh, I'm leaving in two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Please prepare yourself for my departure. If you bring someone in new, I'm gonna train them, but it's gonna be under protest. Can I use you as a reference? <laughs> I uh, friendlies I did a couple times. A and couple? Yeah, and they would just always take me back. Because my thing was, like, I wasn't a drug addict, so they right. were like, yeah, yeah, he's good. We'll keep him. Yeah, whatever, Nick. Friendlies doesn't have extensive <laughs> background searches and hiring process. No, no. I actually, uh, when I went to Alabama, I coached football, and they uh, they told me I had to get there as soon as possible. So I went into Friendlies. was like, yeah, I'm not going to be able to work anymore. They're like, oh, okay, so uh, we have you on the schedule for the next two weeks. It's like... Yeah, when I say that, I mean I'm not going to work tonight right. or tomorrow. So they were like, we're never hiring you back. And then a year later, they hired me back because yeah. I'm such a good-looking man and great right, server. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, it was uh, when I was about uh, 16, I worked at uh, Fletch's Sandblasting and Painting. And I, it wasn't the greatest job, but it paid better than like Dunkin' Donuts. And the the boss flipped out and started screaming at one of my friends, and he walked off the job because, uh, in my mind, I was like, well, if he's just blowing off the lid on this kid, wh- what am I gonna do that's ma- gonna make him flip out and scream at me? So uh, we just kind of all walked away together. Solidarity. Uh, yeah. Yep. yep. And oh. and I kind of regretted it months down the road. On a daily basis, how many people do you think just no show or walk out of Dunkin' Donuts? I've worked at three different Dunkin' Donuts. How many have you personally seen just like, oh, Billy didn't show up and uh, I guess it's not working here anymore? You know what? I never really thought about it, but maybe uh, once or twice for maybe like a morning shift. Morning shifts are awful. I, I don't care who you are. Like, I had to do morning shifts and you got to be there by like four in the morning. Like, I got to be here every morning by 5.30, but four, oh, that's kind of pushing it. Waking up at three in the morning, you really got to like, Plan your bedtime appropriately. Yeah, I do. Uh, I do recruiting, and I there's a kid who worked under me, and he was, you know, I put him in this place, and literally he just he was surprised because he got fired because he missed so many days. He's like, right. what? He's like, I was doing a good job. It's like, dude, you never showed up. You're there yeah. for a week at a time. Right. All right. So we'll go to this next story here. I'm sure we can keep talking about jobs too. Jobs are. So you know what's funny? Like I remember the moment yeah, I had no, that feeling. Let you. <laughs> Can't say that on radio, man. That, that that feeling where you're like, oh man, this is it. I'm gonna have to work for for the rest of my life to make a dollar. I can't keep asking my mom for money. Yeah. I have, and it was almost like a this life uh, idea where I, I was not happy. It was I was kind of sad. It was almost like I didn't even get. I didn't have that epiphany. I, you know how I figured it out? How? <laughs> My mom was like, you better get a job. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what? That was it? I'll sign papers. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. I was like 29. I was like, I should probably stop asking my parents for money. Really? I think I should have made it by now. So For me, it was uh, Fletcher's sandblasting and painting. I was, I was peeling off a decal, uh, a UPS decal off one of those trucks so I could scuff it. And I think it was like 7 o'clock at night. And I had that feeling. I was sitting there with a can of proline like, oh, man, I'm going to have to do this forever. <laughs> uh, but, hey, what, once you, you got something you like and then you're good. You have to shuffle through a bunch of crap. Was that before jobs. you went to the Mar- to the Marines? Yeah, that was far oh, before. Oh, so you got there and you're like, oh. Yeah. See, this I'll- is way worse. <laughs> I got spoiled, man, because me and all my buddies worked uh, – 
at Canopy Lake Park together when we were younger. Oh, that must have been fun. It, like, I was spoiled because, like, working was, like, like awesome and fun. Yeah. And then it's like I've never been able to have as much fun as that at work ever since then. See, that's, I, I like this job. I, I really love hanging out here at 980 WCAP and doing what I do. And it's, I think it's really worth it because despite having to wake up really early and being here, you get a lot of feedback, like a lot of the people that listen to the morning show. And it's really fun to be able to interact. I remember growing up, like I hated working somewhere that had cameras because I was like always under under the microscope, under the camera. And something about that drove me crazy. But now my job is talking on the radio. You're afraid you're going to get caught stealing boxes on your day off. All right. Uh, well, <laughs> reference anybody? <laughs> All right, so hey, we're heading to Stockholm, Sweden, right now, where um, there's been a tourism initiative in Sweden, and uh, that has given the country its own phone number for foreigners to call and chat with a random Swede. Uh, the Swedish Tourist Association announced the Swedish number, in in an it's an initiative. Allowing people anywhere outside of Sweden to call the designated number. It's uh, 46-771-793-337. Uh, and you can be connected with a random Swede who volunteered for the project via the association's app. Now, uh, that is the like outside the U.S. number. You can call that number from inside the United States. And that number is 301 276 Zero six zero zero. I was halfway thinking we should uh, call a Swede. No, I actually was reading online too. They have a separate number that you can text D pics to. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, it's text. <laughs> Sex to Swede. What? So you can disappoint women outside like of the to, U.S. I like my disappointment to to hop continents. The uh, the call will be charged as an international call. Actual cost of calling Sweden depends on your phone provider and a number of factors, such as individual calling plans and time of day. Please check with your provider before you dial. I imagine that's for the, like, you know, that 46771 crazy number. Yeah, the one with 12 numbers all. Yeah. Or 100 yeah. numbers. But, uh, yeah, no, I was halfway thinking about it. It would be kind of cool to call Swede, but I, don't, I wouldn't know what to say. What time is it there? Yeah. Ask him about what are you Swe- wearing? Uh, the beer in Sweden. Yeah? Yeah. I guess we could just call. I mean, they said that we want to show a unique and genuine Sweden, uh, a country worth visiting with the right to roam, sustainable tourism, and a rich cultural heritage. It's probably just somebody with a Swedish accent in uh, Lowell this answering the calls. <laughs> this question isn't for me. It's for a friend, but you should see how they feel about, like, I don't know, maybe like overweight white guys with beards that have uh, very little aspirations to accomplish anything. Yeah. Like, see how they they uh, react to those in in Sweden. You know, hey, maybe the next hour, uh, we'll, we'll I'll give Bob the number, and then because uh, hey, I wonder what time it is over there. I mean, uh, we can easily look that up. Imagine if it's just like someone waking up in Sweden, like, uh, yeah, what do you want? Oh, I just wanted to talk. <laughs> <laughs> but what if they're like straight up Swedish? Like, what do they speak over there? Swedish? Is, is Swedish a language? Is Dutch? Is it Dutch? I don't, I don't know. know. I'm very ignorant to this stuff. What, what do they speak over there, I'm, Bob? I'm thinking it's got to be Swedish, but yeah? I have no clue. If we just had a machine hooked up to something that could just give us a bunch of information that we don't know, <laughs> I mean, that would help us <laughs> a they, lot if somebody they, could do that. I don't think they have any of those. I don't think those exist. No. Do you think Swedish fish are like a thing in Sweden? Yeah, they're American fish. 
Right, yeah, they they switch it, and it's actually they make them into frogs. Well, that's racist. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like it. I don't like it. Right. They're they're bald eagles. <laughs> Let me see, because I don't want to wake anybody up. What time is it in Sweden? Oh, it's four twenty one a.m. over there. Yeah, but if they if they that means the guy just finished uh, his yeah. ritual. They they volunteered for this, so they they better be awake and ready to go. Right, Let's, right. We'll leave a message. We'll leave a message on their cell phone, on, on their number. Now, do you think it's one of those pre-recorded things, like back in the day with like the WWE hotline, where you would just call in and it would just already be like recorded wrestlers talking to you? I, I've never called in. What? Can, can we yeah. just, one thing, if we do call them, can, can we just be like, you have a call from America? <laughs> America is on the line. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just be worried about getting in trouble. <laughs> I don't know about our calling. Yeah, he gets sent to like a Swedish jail. W WCAP does not approve that. Yeah. All right. Hey, we're gonna go to the last story I got here, and I mean, hey, uh, we, we've all been on escalators here and there. I remember being a kid loving escalators. I don't know what it is. Just moving stairs, man. I, I like loved it. it. He that looked at the two overweight guys and was like, yeah, you guys have been on escalators. <laughs> you ain't taking the stairs. Now, now, do you walk when you're on the escalator or do you just stand? Usually, if there's no one in front of me, I do. Yeah. I'm not going to push through, though. If he sees someone walking behind him, he'll do it. If you're right. alone on an escalator. I mean, if it's the alewife one, that one's long. So, like, I got to try to get down that one quickly. <laughs> I like it's like... Like, why are you being a hero? If you're going to get on the escalator and walk stairs, just walk stairs. Don't ruin it for the lazy people. Right. Well, uh, here uh, there was an escalator. I've never heard of this before, but there was an escalator that was, uh, it, it sped up. It, it, it started speeding, and there's a video. I think it's like 10 seconds long, this video. But you could see every, it wasn't even like they were going up. They were going down. So I think they had everything against them. And it was going faster than people could get off. So they were all piling up at the bottom of the stairs. <laughs> if you see the video, it's great. Because, uh, it, it, I, I mean, even like when I go on the escalator with my five-year-old, I still have to like hold his hand and be like, ready, three, two, one. And we have to step off and he jumps and he's all happy. Let's be realistic. That's you. That and your five-year-old is holding your hand. Yeah, he helps me out a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, I told you not to drink so much tonight. Right. Wait, See, do, I, do I go on three or on go? <laughs> I used to be able to uh, convince my wife that the piss on the, uh, the toilet seat was from him until uh, <laughs> she was brushing her teeth one night, and now I'm using the bathroom, and she's looking down. I'm like, yeah. And she's like, you better wipe it up. And I was like, oh, Shut down. Yes, ma'am. And that's when I put a mat in front of my toilet. <laughs> <laughs> well, th I mean, the kids, they don't even care. They just like, it it's there. They drop trowel and they woohoo. I actually, uh, I read a study, and I don't know, if you ever use a public bathroom and you notice there's like a marking on the inside of the toilet, it's because subconsciously you aim at that. Yeah. Yeah, there was a sporting arena. I forget which one it was, but they were putting like little bees on the inside of the yeah. toilets, and it increased. It's like it actually like worked because subconsciously you try and pee on it. Right. Well, it's not subconsciously. I think you just see it and you see a goal. I think they have that at the Shasking now. Really? Yeah. It's almost like putting like pictures in, the, in like instead of the little urinal cups. Well, actually, if you hit the bee, like a balloon fills up on top of the urinal. Oh, that'd be awesome! The first one that pops it. 
Wentz. You know, I went to Amherst when I went to Amherst Brewing Company. Now they didn't have anything in the urinals to like look at, but the wall had like all these little clippings of just funny little beer related uh jokes and uh I was quite amused for the 25 seconds I was standing there. You know, I don't understand. You ever see like the, in the urinals people still advertise on like the urinal cakes? You uh, yes. That? Here and there. But I thought those were like the sanitations. No, no, like companies can advertise on mm. those. How much do you think it costs to advertise on that? Um, no. I don't know. Can't be that. I, I, I don't know. Like I never noticed it, so I don't think it should be that. But that's that why expensive. I'm saying, like, yeah. you know, if you look, there is an advertisement there. But mm. yeah, and and to what level do they? Who do they pay? Do they pay? Yeah, I don't know. I, I've never thought about that. Life, the life thoughts by Tom. Oh, man. Oh, Betty. Tell you what, man. They changed the urinal cakes at work, and it very, it's very disappointing because it went from like a cherry smell to like a, I don't know, like a bubble gum, like licorice type smell. Was, I like the ones over at Western mm-hmm. Avenue well, Studios. That's just your they pee. Like what have you been eating? A lot of licorice. <laughs> it smells like bubble gum? <laughs> So yeah, there's the the hotline. I I wouldn't mind calling Sweden. That'd be cool. I'm gonna try that. Not not today. We can use my cell phone. I'm still on the family plan, so my parents are paying for it. Oh yeah. Let's do it today. I'll behave. <laughs> I'll be on my best behavior, Chris. Yeah. Oh, all right. There's one more story I have. All right, I was looking for it and I and I just found it. There it is. So there's a woman. She uh, recently got her Instagram uh, shut down by the folks from Instagram. They 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 just. The social media app, they confused one of her pictures for a boob, and uh, they pretty much said, uh, nope, sorry, you can't you can't do that, we're, we're shutting you down, we're suspending your account, they did that. And it was actually a cake. She, she made this cake, it was a white cake, and it had like marshmallows all around the end, but it had a marshmallow in the middle, uh, and they're all like roasted on the top, and it looked like you know. It, I guess I don't know how. I, I guess you could confuse it for a boob if you were like blind. It looked uh, delicious. <laughs> what did she hashtag it? Uh, what did she hashtag it? Uh, I don't know if I can say the words. I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like maybe somebody uh, reported it because they have a weird like food fetish. Right. So they were just like, hey, this has got to get taken down. Grandma's posting picture of a boob again. Yeah, it, well, it says uh, a London woman said her mother was temporarily banned from Instagram for posting a picture on Easter uh, of an Easter cake on social media stu- uh, on the social media site, and uh, they confused it for her boob. Uh, Fiona Mosley tweeted Sunday that her mother, Sue Mosley, had been banned from Instagram. I feel like they repeat the same sentence twice. Um, her picture was essentially flagged uh, being sexually suggested uh, as sexually suggestive content or nudity. Uh, the cake is decorated with 11 balls around the circumference, uh, representing the 11 disciples, with a 12th ball in the middle representing Jesus. Here I am calling them oh marshmallows. God, that's that's Just a lot of, lot of balls on it. That's yeah, yeah, be it fun- yeah, what if we find out Graham was a freak and she was just lying, like, nah, they flagged my cake, yeah. It was a cake. <laughs> that's a good uh, point. Did they, put a, did they put a picture up? Instagram's about? just like, we'll show you what we flagged. Right, yeah, no, and if you look at it, I mean, I don't have the picture up in front of me. I can pull it up, though, if you want to look at it. This is a work phone. I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah, well, you won't because it's just a case. You showed me terrible things on that phone. <laughs> and I did work. Yeah, all right. Things so I didn't want to see. 
And they hashtagged it, it, it's Boobgate. See? Does it kind of, I mean, oh, a little God. bit? No, Chris, nothing. It looks, it, it's going to get real weird in here if you don't put that picture down. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know how you could think that. I mean, they, they look like browned marshmallows. Yeah. I mean... Who has the? It's one of those cases. Who has the dirtier mind, right? We're actually the next in the next half hour. We're going to do a segment called "Is Chris Describing a Cake or a Boob?" <laughs> well, it's actually going to be a describing a beer because uh, yes, we need to take a break. And I got some weird beers. Well, I got some interesting beers, and I'm more interested in the sour IPA than anything else. So uh, you know what? We're going to take that break right now, and uh, stay with us. You're listening to the After Party. We will be right back. Short. Say, this is my favorite part of the show. Beer is good. Thank you, Psycho Stick, for allowing me to use your song, giving me permission specifically. Uh, I love that song. Hey, <laughs> you got to wiggle the back. Sorry, when you there you go. Sorry, when Sorry. You, when you move it, the connection. Oh. yeah. Uh, see, there we go. All right. Yeah. Hey, I'm Chris Poublon. Joining in the studio, we have Nick Robbins and Tom Markham. We got Bob, Phil Pod pushing all the buttons, and you can give us a call at 978-454-4980 if you want to, but at this point, <laughs> at this point, uh, we're probably not going to chat with you for the next 20 minutes, because uh, I've, I've been looking forward to this. Hey, it's National Beer Day, right? So I got uh, four different beers we're going to try. Uh, mainly, I, I grabbed Navigation's uh, Belgian Ale. It's a it's a double Belgian Ale, because uh, I figured it's there, and they're probably going to run out soon. So I wanted to grab some before it was gone. Uh, I'm grabbing a, I grabbed a sour IPA, which I'm very interested in, because I've had sours, I've had IPAs, never had a sour IPA. They had Belgian IPAs. Ever hear of that? You know Flying Dog? Ever hear of Flying Dog? They have kind of the wacky designs. Uh, I don't think so, no. Flying Dog, they have, uh, you've ever seen, um, uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? Yes. Yeah, you know how, uh, uh, Hunter S. Thompson, how he has the books and, uh, they have the crazy, like, drawings inside? Yeah. It's the same artist that draws the, the, the beer designs for Flying Dog. So, if you ever go and you're in a, in a, in a beer shop, check it out. Look for Flying Dog and you'll see what I'm talking about. But they, they have a Belgian IPA, which is pretty neat. 
Um, we also have a Stonefly India Pale Ale made by Saucony Creek. And then we have, we're going to finish with, because I think it's going to uh, twist our mouths off. It's uh, from, made by Captain Lawrence Brewing Company, Seeking Alpha Triple IPA. This one is what I'm uh, most terrified from with its uh, 100 IBUs. It's a 11% ABV. Uh, it, but hey, I'm not afraid of it in a bad way. I'm more like, oh man, it's gonna be a. Let's get after yeah. it. Yeah. Well, you get to so, sleep here, so you'll be fine. I know I don't have to drive anywhere, right? I'm the CAP security guard. So <laughs> we'll we'll start here with the Belgian ale double. And, yeah. And uh, now when do we get the Chardonnay? That it, you have to go somewhere else for that. Should we move the? This there you go. Uh, I should have done this beforehand, huh? Ah, that's all right. All this quietness. Now, I haven't had the double. I had their uh, their regular Belgian over the weekend. And uh, what was interesting about it is it kind of had, like, the smell of uh, bananas. I don't know what this one smells like. This will be the first uh, taste I've had. Bob, I got one for you as well. And uh, now this Belgian double comes in at 7.5% ABV. So, um, yeah, it, it, it's, I'm sure it's going to be a smooth. I expect it to be a little sweet. It has a dark color, and that must be from uh, the candy sugars. A lot of times Belgians, now I don't know from, I haven't asked them, but Belgians, they use these candy sugars, and it looks like these big, thick, like almost like caramel colored, like kind of like the way this is uh, colored itself. Um, it's a, it's a darker color for those that uh, can't see <laughs> <laughs> on the radio. And what's cool about what navigation does is uh, they have these uh, labels, and when, when you're looking at a beer, there there are certain measurements that the beer goes through where it, with uh, the IBUs, that's the bitterness, the color, the alcohol, the final gravity, the original gravity, the you know. And he puts all those now. Most of the numbers won't mean anything to anybody, but to the true beer nerd, they'll they'll look at the numbers and know exactly what to expect. <laughs> yeah, I think it's awesome though that it's like a local, you know, brewery. You don't yeah. you don't get that everywhere, you know. Yeah, well, this is really good for seven and a half percent. Very light. Like I wouldn't. I I it's yeah. dangerous. Yeah, it is super light. It, it it's smooth. It's sweet. It's it's very tasty. I remember liking their double last year. It's not really bitter at all. No, it's not. Well, Belgians typically aren't bitter. Um, they might have a little bit of hops, but normally not that much. Normally, kind of like the sweetness kind of takes over. Uh, Belgians are very interesting beers. Uh, there's so many different styles to a we Belgian. Need to, that we need to find a number to call a Belgian. We do, we do. Well, I'll, I'll look into that calling a Swede thing. Maybe I'll I'll plan it, and then maybe we can call a Swede next week. I'll call a random Swede and be like, hey, how, how do you guys respond to four-in-the-morning phone calls? <laughs> well, we just get an international calling card and then uh, just call them just a random Swedish number. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is uh, very tasty, very, like, almost, like, caramelly. has a little bit of a... I think that's kind of, like, the, from the candy sugars that you're going to have. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I could definitely get through this whole bottle quickly. But I'm not going to. Not right now. Because it's 10.44, we got 15 minutes, and we still have three beers we need to try. I think we can handle it. What do you think, Bob? 
<coughs> it is. It's very smooth. Surprises the seven. Uh, what is it? Seven. Seven and a half. Yeah. And I think this would be a beer for anybody that uh, like. I don't like IPAs. I don't like when it's bitter. Yeah, definitely not bitter. Try try one of these. Be a good beer for a JetBlue flight attendant. <laughs> <laughs> Male so, or female? <laughs> both. So I have to ask because uh, I guess maybe when I hear Belgium, I, I guess I probably like a lot of people. I just think Blue Moon. Uh, I mean, what what makes a Belgium a Belgium? Oh man, I started doing my uh, my research earlier today, but I I I had so many other things on my mind. You know, when I'm not going to school anymore, I'll be able to answer all of these questions. Uh, Belgian, it, it's just the style. It come, yeah, a lot of these are a lot of the beers you have nowadays are just replicated from uh, old styles over in in in, in Belgium. Uh, it's pretty much that easy, um, and it's just the techniques they use. Okay. It, it, there, there's so many different types, though. Like, I know with um, the double, uh, I think that used to be made by monks. Uh, I, or I'm thinking of Doppelbox. I don't know. I'm that, getting my. I don't want to give false information. The double box were for monks when they were uh, fasting. Yeah, when they were fasting, because they, they'd make it extra strong. They'd get all their calories in there. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I feel like it would be counterintuitive, though, because I, I tend to like want to eat more when I've been drinking. So <laughs> There's just a Wendy's near the, uh, <laughs> the monastery. Monastery. It's just ridiculously busy. <laughs> <laughs> Next year, uh, I know after the summer, I'll only be taking one class, and uh, it's going to be great. It's going to be a very easy class, and it's going to be on Fridays, which is going to make me sad because I'm going to have to miss out on living for the weekend. But I'll be able to brush up on all my beer history, so I'll be a lot more knowledgeable. Uh, until then, I'm just a taste tester. You'll still have jazz hands in that class, though. Oh, man, no, he's graduating <laughs> this year. It. He's graduating, so he won't be able to follow any girls around afterwards. Or maybe he still will. <laughs> he probably he will. Won't notice. He'll be that guy on campus that's graduated three years ago and just hanging out. So I'm an Uber that's, driver. That's you me. Know? <laughs> Wouldn't it be, you know what would be crazy if if he had his own like podcast and he just hates you. <laughs> he just, he's that? got three people in the studio, <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, I got this old guy in my class. We call him old. We call him Graybush." It <laughs> <laughs> would be interesting. Dan. Yeah, he yeah. keeps making these obscure uh, movie references. Yeah, what, <laughs> what's Rain Man? <laughs> Come on, nobody knows Rain Man. Oh boy. Yeah, that would be interesting. All right. All right. This is the one I've been waiting for. Now, this next beer we're going to try is made by Epic Brewing. It's an India Pale Ale. It's an IPA, but it's a sour IPA. And in the O, it says tart and juicy. <laughs> yeah. You want to pass me your cups? So, uh, I, I, I'll be honest. I've never had a, a sour IPA. And I'm very interested, because um, you know a lot of people they they think of a sour beer and right off the bat their face twists. I know the first sour beer I had, I was like, oh, that'll be interesting. I'll try it out, and uh, you can have the rest, Bob. <laughs> and and it, it made my face twist, but it was one of those like it was so sour it was unbearable. And oftentimes when you're stepping into a new type of uh, brew. I don't know. You might not like the first one, so you got to keep trying it until you uh, eventually come across one you do like. But this is uh, made by Epic Brewing, and it looks like I'm on their website, and it looks like they make a bunch of just crazy beers. So, uh, and even the smell from this one, uh, it's 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 wonderful. I like it. Yeah, I think I I like it a lot. 
Wow, that is funky tasting. It has the uh, it has like a bite after it, like yeah, that's the IPA part. For of an it, IPA, right? it's not that hoppy. Right. Well, it's uh, the sour kind of balances up. You know, like oftentimes you get like a, uh, a an IPA that is it, it's pretty hoppy, but there's like that malty yeah. balance where it doesn't taste as hoppy as it says it is. I think this is one of those uh, uh, examples, but. It's not telling me how many IBUs it has exactly. I picture someone bringing that to like a, your house and just being like, well, I'm going to leave these for you, man. At least I'm not going to finish this. <laughs> this is really good. It is juicy, too. Yeah, I like I, I, This is a good one. It's moist. It's moist, yeah. That's right. Uh, let's see. Tartan Juicy, it's a, it's 4.5% alcohol, so it's not, it's not really high in the ABV. It's very sessionable. Um, it does. It has that puckering tartness to it that I I like these. I like these type of beers specifically for like after dinner. I don't know why, but after dinner these are pretty good. You know what it reminds me of, and this is gonna sound really weird, but you know how like when you eat a, like a Sour Patch Kid, like it'll give you <laughs> yes. that. That's the type of like feeling I get from really? drinking this. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a sour man. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Lie. The last sour beer I tried reminded me of cider, and this doesn't remind me of cider at all. Right. I think the, when you were here, were you here when I like put the thing through and it all exploded in my face? There was like hmm. a cork, and I I stabbed the cork through the bottle, and all of the. Stuff. I, I, uh, never mind. Yeah, oh. sure. All right, never mind. Anyway, <laughs> shake it up, and it went all over my face. Uh, Tartan Juicy Sour IPA is the latest addition to Epic's growing sour beer program. So, their uh, sour beer is. I, I think what's been happening is uh, that's kind of making it almost mainstream. Like a lot of people are starting to get into sour beers now. Now, where is this out of? Where is this out of? A good question. Uh, Denver, Colorado. Denver, Colorado. Thank you, Bob. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, hey, uh, I'm happy. I got these over at, um, where did I go? I've been going to a craft beer cellar Where's that in, in Westford. Yeah. And they have this program where it's a, it's a monthly, like, beer in a box program where you subscribe. And every month, I think you, you can pay between 30 to $60, depending on... Whether you want half or whole, and they make you like this special box of beer with all like just different stuff that's hitting the market. I can't wait till my first box. He's he's buying craft beers from uh, Westford, but he can't buy us the thousand dollar beer. I don't no, get it. Man. I don't no. get it. <laughs> Not doing it. Right, <laughs> <here's> <laughs> some natty lights. That's a great gift to get for somebody that yeah. really loves beer and might have a drinking problem. So, wait, what's the name of the place? Uh, a Westford Craft Beer Cellar. I think they're a franchise, so they're uh, kind of all over. Oh, okay. It's a pretty interesting. They're one of the. I know we were talking off air about another beer spot that you guys were chatting about, Lincoln Liquors or something. Yeah. yeah. And they like kind of organize their store in the same fashion by region. So yeah. it's, it's pretty neat when you're walking in there. Mm. But uh, yeah, this one really tasty. I, I I love messing with those sour beers. All right, so we're gonna move on to the next one. Huh? I think it's one of the best sour beer I've tasted so far. Really? Yeah. Good, good, good. So, like I say, you got to keep trying them, man. All right. <laughs> yeah. That ain't Bob go. pushing the buttons. That's actual beer popping. That's right. All right. This is the Stonefly India Pale Ale. And uh, I'll give you all the information on this one in just a moment. All I know is I think it was like 7.8% ABV. All right. Here, Bob, you can have the rest of this one now, too. Oh boy! So uh, this is Stonefly IPA, made by uh, Saucony Creek. 
and they are out of Pennsylvania. And this comes in at uh, 6.8 percent ABV. It's uh, it's a nice color, a little hazy, a little super sweet. Super sweet, really? Yeah, take a sip. It's like real sweet. Oh wow! But yeah, it's really bitter too. Yeah, I mean you now this has 60 IBUs. But yeah, it has like a multi sweetness to it. But I think the bitterness overpowers it to where it's not. You're not going to notice. You get the fir- you get the sweetness up front, and then the bitterness follows. But yeah, and it's kind of like a resiny it lingers. Yeah, bitterness, isn't it? This is like uh, that's thick. It, it, it's making me almost nervous about this one now. <laughs> Next beer we're going to try. Uh, Stoneflies IPA is uh, their nod to the time-honored vintage hops that made American IPAs so great. They use uh, Cascade, Centennial. They use Chinook. Um, and those are for their unique flavors and aromas, which smells pretty good. Not too... You know, good, like a good way for me to describe this? You ever have you ever have like a, a lot of beer and at the end of the night you kind of got that dry mouth like right. beer taste in your mouth? That's that. I like this a lot on like my third sip. It's getting like the better better more I drink it. I feel like but that, that lingering bitterness is just like that after like you in that drunken dry mouth. And you're like yeah. Let's go to you know, let's go to Taco Bell tonight, man. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I like this, but yeah, that's uh, the the acids in the hops, and the hops often have these uh, these oils in them as as it's boiling. So uh, the longer it stays boiling in it, I mean, uh, depending on how high the IBUs are, depending on how many hops they use, but uh, you'll often have these the the, the hop resin yeah. still on your tongue, hanging out long after it's uh, went down the hatch. Yeah, I can't you have tell to if I like it the cop that Really? You only had yeah. Two beers, and you're not drunk, and you find a drive. Am I the only one like seeing like sediment in this? Oh yeah, no, no, you're not the only one. Um, I think that's because um, I didn't even sp- look. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You're not supposed to look. You're supposed to just drink it. If I saw that before I drank it, I no, well, the, it. no, uh, well, oftentimes uh, these are bottled. Conditioned, so there might be a little sugar left in. So when you when you cap them, they'll uh, they'll they'll carbonate. Some yeast might show up, or maybe it's unfiltered. There could be many reasons why there's sediment in it. It's not always a bad thing. Um, it's it's some. It, it's never really a bad thing, to be honest with you. Chris is just making up excuses for uh, giving us dirty glasses. <laughs> dirty glasses. They're plastic. <laughs> Chris, Chris sure is plugging a liquor store. He these found are, these outside. Yeah. These are nice glasses where I come from. <laughs> he gave the guy outside Target a 20, and the guy gave him a beer. Yeah, but, wow, this is... Uh, the way they explain it, the bitterness is moderate while supporting the direct burst of hop fruitiness throughout the beer. I do, I get like a, kind of a fruitiness to it, but yeah, that, uh, that, the, this is, this is certainly a beer for the hopheads. So it's a Stonefly IPA. If you're a hophead, jump into some of this. It's delicious. I feel like whenever I'm on here and we talk beer, I give you like the least educated like description of beer. Yeah, me too. Well, that's not why you guys are here, man. That's okay. <laughs> I enjoy hearing about it, though. That's, yeah. that's great. Well, I mean, I, I like to be able to share. So whether you know about beer or not, I don't care. Uh, have a beer with me. We can just goof off. And uh, I want to describe the beer. How would you describe a beer without like a, like, a traditional like... If you're like, this beer is like a walk down the It's beach. making me drunk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, in the four minutes we have left, we got to try this last beer. And this is the one I've been waiting for. This is uh, Seeking Alpha. Oh, boy. Yeah, and it's at uh, 100 IBUs. 
Alpha now, 5. Now, the international bitter units are measured from 1 to 100. And uh, this coming in at 100 should tell you something. And it doesn't look like there's any uh, residue in the bottle. <laughs> it does not smell great. It doesn't? No. Oh, I like it. But uh, now, uh, some of the hops that people end up using are, uh, there's a different, some of them are aroma hops as opposed to bittering hops. And uh, I think this used bittering hops. I, I imagine, I think they use both. Now it says, do you find yourself constantly seeking your next alpha acid overload? Are you just not satisfied with the hoppy bite of your run-of-the-mill IPA? Well, look no further. Hop flavor, hop aroma, and hop bite. Brewed for hop heads by hop heads. Wow. It's Seeking Alpha Triple IPA. Comes in at 11% ABV. You can smell the hops. Oh, yeah, totally. This like- has a wonderful aroma. I can, like, swim in it. I like the first line. Do you find yourself missing the alpha acids? Nope. Never knew I was missing them. Wow. <laughs> this is really good, too. This is, yeah. Now, the difference... The, the last one only had 60 IBUs. Ooh. This one has 100, but... Now, now tell me, does this taste as bitter as the last one? Or I think it tastes more bitter to me. Really? My mm-hmm. palate, yeah. Yeah. Let me, let me rinse with a little the, water. What the hell's an IBU? Uh, international bitter units. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's what an IBU was. Do you believe that? <laughs> <laughs> get this, guy, get this well, guy out of here. Bob, play the Price is Right fail uh, sound effect. Get Nick out of here. Bum, ba, da, ba, <laughs> wow. Bum, 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 bum. Well, how they measure it is uh, hops have alpha acids and they have beta acids. So how they measure the IBUs is they actually have um, devices that'll kind of give them a reading of how how much of which acid is in the beer. And then that'll give them the number of how many IBUs is in the beer. So it's not like somebody's drinking and being, "Ah, I think this one's 65. I wouldn't I want that job. The, the beta yeah. acids are all like jealous of the alpha acids, and they're like, "Man, I hate that everyone likes the alpha acids." Man, they're just bullies. Yeah. So, <laughs> and that's what's cool about this name, Seeking Alpha. You're looking for those hoppy alpha acids, and uh, very delicious beer. It's, it is hoppy, but I feel like it's more like like a fruity hop. I feel like it's it's. It's like a blended spice. There's a lot of it, but it's not overbearing to me. And I wouldn't say delicious. I would. I'm not a fan, but... I haven't found too many beers I don't like, so... uh, This one especially... You should probably go see somebody about that. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. Just imagine going to the bar. And 11%, I I don't know where it is. Very dangerous. Very dangerous. I think the... What was the first one we drank? The 7%? Yeah, the 7.5%. Is that the navigation? Yeah. I think the 7.5% navigation one... I think it's probably I your like favorite. That. Yeah. Well, I have more of it for you if you want. Yes. All right. So hey, we're gonna Yahtzee. take a quick break, and uh, when we come back, we should have Donnie Connolly on the phone to uh, chat. So hey, stay with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to the after party. Hey, who farted?
WCAP. We're back. And, uh, hello. I was expecting a call from Donnie Connolly. Hopefully he's fashionably late. Let's go, Donnie. Yeah, come on, Donnie. What's going on? Until he's then. at the movies right now. You're yeah. out of your element, Donnie. <laughs> That's right, Donnie. That was a great movie. <laughs> it's an awesome movie. This guy hasn't seen it. Yeah. Film. Big Lebowski. I wonder if you I could... You didn't catch uh, my Friday reference earlier. So I haven't seen gonna... Friday. Yeah. So Stealing boxes on your day off, that's Friday reference. Now, I, I wonder if the kids would have gotten it if I was talking about the dude in college. You know what? I don't know. Yeah. I feel like that's like cult, like a cult classic now where it's gotten like enough press where it's like rolling. Like people, younger people know about it now, I think. Now you got to start making uh, Zac Efron. Who's references. I, I've always seen him, but I, I, or his name tossed around, but I don't know who Zach yeah, exactly. I'll, you know, I'll sum it up. He's basically like a thinner, less attractive version of Tom Markham. Oh, really? Yeah. No. Just a thinner, less attractive version of me. That's not true at Zach all. Zach Efron in a nutshell. Arguably slightly less talented. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good description. Oh, okay. I, I, you see it? Yeah, I see him. It's the opposite of you. <laughs> well, that's rude. With all due respect, though. To him, I mean, you probably hurt his feelings, not mine. <laughs> right, right. I'm going to tweet at him. Yeah, man, tweet at him. That's how you can get in touch with people, huh? At you already have a restraining order. At Slobbin' Robbins. <laughs> thinks <laughs> you don't look like me. I apologize. Hashtag whatuptom.com. <laughs> Hashtag. Do you guys use Twitter a lot? I try, but then I, I just I end up just looking at porn on it. I used I <laughs> I signed up for Twitter for the sole purpose of like following um, women, yeah, like creeping. All right, and then like it got to a point where like it started gaining popularity, and I started taking it serious. But like the whole like first like two hundred people I followed were just women, right? And incredibly creepy. I admit to that. I was that guy who accidentally like because I was scrolling through and there was a. a picture i liked on accident i hearted it and people were able to see it so i had to unheart it real quick oh yeah what picture was it i i don't remember i remember it being very inappropriate and being like wow i can't believe she's doing that i hearted it (laughs) is that what it's called it's a heart i uh like like i hearted uh, when I, I put my phone number on the Twitter thing and it started sending me like messages via like it would start text like, texting me when somebody would follow me when yeah. somebody would like say something and it would drive me crazy and I wrote I wrote back on the text message to stop I would just stop hoping that that would like stop and then it just I tweeted stop. Well, I, I hey, do, uh, if, if any of you guys are interested, follow me at what up big worm. On Twitter, <laughs> I'm not sure what worm my handle with a U though. It's what up big W U R M. What up big worm? I don't know what mine is. I have no idea. And I found out through pho- like the phone. Once you get on Twitter on your phone, so like I'm a technical recruiter, so I call people. Yeah. For work. Well, I found out that those people can see my Twitter handle <laughs> once they get on. So now they're following me. So when I when I liked the picture, people I had called could see it. So I had to like unlike it as fast as possible, just yep. in case. Uh, you know, <laughs> that's right. That's right. A web developer, Bob sees it. I, I don't know. I yeah. don't want to look bad. That's funny. I that was how Nick lost his first job. <laughs> it, now, do you guys ever do Periscope? 
Uh, I honestly, I'm a, I'm very weird. Like, I don't really download apps on my phone. Really? I've, I've seen it, but I couldn't get into it. I don't know. Like, I just don't want people, uh, you know, I don't want people they to see They basically do it. Facebook live streams now, though, don't they? They just started uh, it that does. this week. It's similar to Periscope, And right? I get I get notifications of other people going live on Facebook, too, and I'm like, why? I'm going to see if I can get live right now. Yeah, get live. Uh, I'll get live on, on uh, Periscope. Periscope. I have no get idea what this is. So. Bob, get Sweden live on the phone, and we're all going to be live. <laughs> the after... Party. See, I now on, on Periscope. Uh, pe- now people can kind of comment in on what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, uh, and it's kind of I don't know. Whenever I go on, I'll I'll check out what other people are doing. The other day I saw it said uh, smoking a smoking weed with fatty wop. Oh, fatty fatty wop. Yeah. And and I I went to go look just just to see who it was and. It was actually somebody smoking a blunt, and it was uh, th- their kid was behind them, and he was like talking trash about whoever was staring at his periscope, and and I just got out of it, but because he was about to say my name, and that always freaks me out when they see me, and uh, I I wanted to say like, oh, wh- wh- what are you doing? And I wanted to be like, uh, I'm just checking out your top-notch parenting. <laughs> but I didn't, and now I regret it. And, uh, was that Mr. Wop? No, it, it, he's just like, some random kid. Well, yeah, it was just some random kid. He was like, "Hi, we got you. Fatty Wop isn't here." And I was like, "You got me. You're smoking weed with your kid hanging around behind yeah. you." But you got to admit that was a pretty good prank. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess. He parent you. of the year, right there. Parent of the year, and uh, yeah, oh, it, it was awful. And then there's, I don't know, sometimes you run across, like, silly things on Periscope, though, but yeah. I'm getting to the point, I don't even like Periscope anymore. Well, I'm at I'm the gonna... point in my life where, like, Periscope, people just see me watching NCIS or some show on CBS or NBC. Right, well, that's what people do, and they're incredibly nar- narcissistic in the fact, like, they think that their opinion matters. If you scroll down to everything that, like, uh, there's a place where you can kind of go and you can look what's being watched, and and like five or ten of them are like, oh, ask me questions, roast us. Yeah, ask but me I, questions. Who cares? Who Nick, are you? Nick downloaded. I remember the day you downloaded Periscope because you were actually uh, Nick. He got kind of upset because he thought it was going to be more like chat roulette. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I found a girl on there that was like chat roulette. No, 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 no. That wasn't a girl. Man. No, it was a uh, no. I I went on Periscope and I found like one of the things I like looked at it and just some lady on a plane, which I didn't realize you could have your cell phones on on a plane, but she was just answering questions and it was just the most boring thing I've ever right. seen. She's just like, ask me something. And th- and then ask you get the me something and no one would say anything. Open boobs. Yeah. No one would say anything and she would just be like, Come on guys, ask me something. It's like, lady, no one's listening to you, no one's watching you, no one's gonna ask you a question. I Right. I deleted the app because like this old lady just kept like uh filming herself making a cake with marshmallows on it. <laughs> right. Did you ever see the prophets? There's people that are like uh uh like televangelists oh, I, I, I'm, on there. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. I think I might start my own religion on there. Yeah. I don't know. The one thing that I think is cool, though, is uh, when I see um, 
the news broadcasters because they'll keep like a little periscope phone next to them and that's pretty interesting but for the most part there's yeah. trolls that You're are just constantly all over this hey what man you lying and some lol, hot... someone was shot on merrimack street <laughs> uh, actually i come back I, I was looking more on that and it seems that they were actually shot on uh, central street so right out here oh, yeah. oh did they walk over to merrimack street and just die like that's where they walked to i, like, I don't know much yo his wings happened. open <laughs> Swing so I'm going for it. <laughs> Jimmy John's is closed. So, all I know uh, right now is that. Uh, Do we have some followers? No, we don't have anybody watching us. Oh, that's too bad. No, we're we're a bunch of losers. Wings well, over uh, lol. If you're listening, for, send for us myself. some wings. Uh, Ask say. us anything. Ask Follow us, us on Periscope. That's what I should have said. <laughs> I said the after party at 980 WCAP. And, uh, yeah, but no, nobody cares about if, what we're if doing. If you post, like, if you put boobs or, like, yes. nude pictures, people will follow us. If, tell them, if tell them you're with Fetty Wap. Yeah, that might work. <laughs> yeah. So I will... Hashtag uh, not chat roulette. <laughs> uh, so I will... Uh, I, let me do a new one, and I'll say taking a shower. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. <laughs> so let me see if that works. Hold on. Let Big me stop boobs, this. Taking a shower. So, yeah, nobody wanted to watch us. But I'm Okay, gonna go Nick, uh, you're going to want to play the part here. Taking what part? <laughs> you know, get, a the, get the soap out. All right, all right, all right. All right. I look better wet anyway. <laughs> Most people do. All right, now, we are live, and whoever's going to look at our thing, it's going to say, taking a shower. So that's oh look oh my gosh somebody already joined taking a shower <laughs> three dudes you are sick you are and sick they just got they left they left right away they're like oh that's not that's just an overweight we oh, pranked you outside. we have pranked you <laughs> loud boys we're not holy showering. cow five people set three all I had to do was say You're taking live a shower on WCAP <laughs> 980 the after party Luelp two joined but they're all leaving right Come away to Come <laughs> to Lowell. it's a great place <laughs> it's somebody, it's Matt Berry dudes. sucks uh, Matt Berry this isn't a damn shower <laughs> I know, but you know it's funny because I I originally said live on WCAP and nobody was joining. I say taking a shower and boom, five people right away. Well, we got to give the people what they want to see, I guess. <laughs> I know. One of get ready, Matt Barry. Here's yeah. Nick Robbins about to take a shower. Oh, please don't. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you can't do that. We got electrical. We know. Equipment. We know Matt Barry wants to see this. <laughs> Don't drop the soap. Oh, Tiffany 215's joining. Uh, Yo, Tiffany, what's <laughs> good? What's good, girl? Sorry, my writing fantasy. What up, Tiffany? <laughs> this is no one's fantasy. <laughs> no, <laughs> Tiffany, no. Do, you, do you like overweight men <laughs> with beards and low aspiration? Yeah, so... Like still Space alive. pedestrian. Just, oh, this is great. Oh, oh, man. And we're getting heart. We're tricking all of you. None of us are taking a shower. None Tif of us. Tiffany, send me an emoji. I, see, I, they can only give us hearts. Like, we're getting what? a bunch of blue hearts yeah. right now. What does that mean? I don't know. That means they like what's going give on. Give us good hearts. We want good hearts. Despite I don't know what blue hearts mean, but if they were looking for a shower and didn't get that, I know something else is blue. <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. Hold on. It must be Matt Barry. Matt Barry's Upside giving us hearts. Upside down, blue hearts. <laughs> what the? 
So we're getting a whole tour of the studio, and uh, you know what? I, I, I couldn't believe how easy that was, because I had Periscope on for like three minutes. Yeah, because there's sick people in this world so, that'll just, they'll follow anything. Wait, the internet's not a good place? <laughs> <laughs> if you put live nude shows, you know how many people would actually, like, we'd get like 100 followers. Yeah, maybe. Because I feel like Periscope is just guys looking for girls that are going to be like, oh yeah, we'll show you our tits, and it's like, no, no one's going to do that. Is Fetty Wap watching us? No, I don't think Fetty Wap's watching us. Right now, we only have Matt Barry. He's taking care of his kids. And I almost asked Matt Barry to come by. I, I don't oh. know why I didn't. Can Matt? Sorry, Matt. Does Matt know Fetty Wap? You might have been busy. Uh, does Matt know? I don't know if Matt knows Fetty Wap. I, can't, I, they, can't they comment on that or no? Uh, yeah, they, they can. That's why Matt Barry, he commented that <laughs> this isn't a damn shower. <laughs> Hashtag. No, he, he says <laughs> <laughs> he said it's all good. Uh, the Bruins were on, so he he oh, was yeah, who watching won? the Bruins. I don't know. Well, he so should I, know. This show just became all about Periscope. Yeah. I apologize, but the, the Bruins we're won. We're going to describe oh, the nice. whole situation in vivid detail here yeah. on WCAP, the voice of the Merrimack Valley. Yeah. So. Uh, I don't know how much longer I'm going to keep this thing on. Just no, prop I mean, it up, prop it up somewhere. I, I feel I like that's how tough. weird my headphones looked. <laughs> no, they look good. <laughs> He's wearing Beats by Dre. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, hey, I'm going to turn this thing off. Uh, maybe I'll, in, in the next half hour, I'll say uh, live nudes and see how many people jump on the Periscope. <laughs> Thanks for watching, Matt. <laughs> Sorry I didn't show you anymore. Bye, Matt. Oh, boy. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. That was like a social experiment we just did there, huh? Yeah. It just people proved that people up. are weird. Yeah. Yeah. So, we, yeah, we had uh, Michael McDonald. We're just I, I calling doubt people out. we really know. You were looking for somebody taking Vodka a shower, twist. Michael McDonald. Paul Byrne, yeah, <laughs> all of you sick. sick my people. my written fantasy. The names he's reading off are perverts. <laughs> Hope your mothers are listening. Wow, that's a weird picture. Anyway, that just shows you how weird Periscope is. Wait, did the kids send you a picture? No, no, no. I was looking at a picture of their profile. Oh, Anybody listening okay. on the radio, we are not doing shower shows at <laughs> nine eighty WCAP. <laughs> no. We are not. We are certainly not. WCAP and, uh, does not condone the actions of shower show. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry that got exciting for me. I thought oh, that was man. interesting. Yeah, no, I got it was. excited I'm... for all the people that click shower show too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they were let down. Well, yeah. It's not the first time we've let people down. <laughs> no, Won't be the last. Isn't. I promise that. Oh boy! Now we just need to call Sweden. <laughs> yeah, now yeah. we just need to call Sweden. That's well, Periscope. I guess it's it's five o'clock now, right? Periscope Sweden. Oh man. We should have a sister station out there, right? I think I have a very—I I just had a very hoppy burp. <laughs> yeah, Wait, a sister station. Up. What do you mean? Yeah, like a, a station that you guys are like close to that'll let us call into there. No, I, I don't—I don't think that—that's not a thing. No, no, I, it making. is. I guess if you're like WCVB, but I'm just making uh, stuff up. I don't yeah. know. There's not a Switzerland CAP. <laughs> so I, I guess we're not going to get Donnie Connolly tonight. What? Which is a. Uh, it's evident now, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry for teasing everybody. Uh, but what else can we chat about for the next hour that we're all? What about the uh, baseball season? Tom's excited about baseball. See, I know nothing about baseball. No, I know that there's bases, right? What, what team are you rooting for uh, this season? Nobody. I'm going to take the the Red Sox. What about you, Tom? Uh, I th- you know what? I'm going for the Angels this year. The Angels. Why the hell would you do that? My dad told me if they win the pennant, we're going to be a real family again. <laughs> they, he did yeah. not. Yeah. 
No. Right, right before he put his motorcycle helmet on. No, you're thinking. Away. No, you're talking about the movie Angels in the Outfield. Mm, pretty sure I'm not. Yes, we watched it like three nights ago. Okay, what are you going to tell me next? Tony Danza plays for the Angels, Nick? No, that's no, that's the movie. Okay, yeah. what are you going to tell me next? That I didn't play in the Junior Goodwill Games? No, you didn't. Team so Iceland? Team, now you're talking about the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> no, you're just Ridiculous. making stuff up. No, bro. no, you're talking... <laughs> we got a hater. We got a hater, a hater alert here, Bob. I don't know if you can... Play, you the, play the sound effect. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> I, you know, I remember really liking Angels in the Outfield. It's just, uh, you know, if they edited it, it could just be the story of a lovable deadbeat dad. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> now, it's been so long. See, now, I watched it when I was a kid, so oftentimes, when you become an adult, you see things a lot differently. So I'm wondering how that movie would play out. Wasn't uh, 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 Doc... Yeah, he angels? was in there too. Yeah, uh, Al. Yeah, he was the lead angel. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I completely forgot about that. Was Danza in it? Yeah, yeah Danza won't was. play for any other coach than uh, was Riggs. Oh man, Danny Glover. Danny Glover. Yeah, yeah. If he ain't playing for Danny Glover, he's quitting baseball, retiring. Yeah. Another player on there, Matthew McConaughey, if I recall correctly. Really? Yeah. Outfielder. Huh. Just saying. Maybe right. we shouldn't dismiss this that movie is, like it wasn't a classic. That is a terrible movie. Huh. Well, you have terrible taste in movies, so I put zero stock in what you say. Are you kidding me? What are you going to tell me next? Congo was a bad movie? Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> <laughs> I remember liking Congo. Yeah, Congo was awful. You gotta. You Your gotta, microphone's off. It tapped the bag. That's how whack you are. You just Hello? gotta tap the bag. Well, you keep moving. It. I'm sorry. I can't sit still. I can't like if something's here. I gotta move it. Uh, Good plan. Another great it. movie. Dysfunctional. <laughs> another great <laughs> My movie. My parents told that, me that multiple times. That Nick hates. Fastball. Fastball. Yeah. Keanu Reeves. I can't do Keanu Reeves. I'm not a fan. Really? I'm him and no Nicolas Cage way. can't stand well, either of them. R.I.P. G. Baby. G. Baby. <laughs> All right. got, we're live. You can't say what you want to say. Yeah. Oh, dude, did you know that there is uh, whitewater rafting on the Concord River out here? Really? Is the Concord River safe to swim in? Uh, I, I hope so, if, if I get thrown out, because I'm doing it next well, Friday. Well, that's the challenge. <laughs> it isn't safe to swim in, so you have to stay in the life. <laughs> yeah. this, and you can- this week on MTV, the challenge, Chris Poublon goes against the Concord River. <laughs> So what, wait a minute! I didn't know this. How, how did that happen? Uh, well, I, uh, Zor Outdoor every year. Uh, they're an outdoor, uh, you know, fun company. They they do a bunch of different things, and uh, I because I work at WCAP, I get to go on the press run. And uh, they they pretty much ask the radio stations, the local advertiser, not the local advertisers, but the local media, who wants to try this out. So, of course, whenever it comes my way, I'm like, hell yeah, that's going to be a blast. Yeah. So well, I, I did it three years ago. Two or three years ago I did it. I want to be a test dummy. I, yeah. I want to see their commercial. It's just like, do, 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 do. do you like whitewater rafting? Do you also enjoy the possibility of maybe getting hepatitis? <laughs> <laughs> Have no. you had your tetanus shots? I got to say, uh, going through it, I would never have realized that you could do like fun 
whitewater rafting here. I mean, we get to go through those lower locks by Middlesex Community College. Yeah. They actually like open those up and they fill them up so we kind of go up to the next level and then we get we get to pass through. It's a really wild experience, but I mean, yeah, when you're going through a certain section, you see all the tents on the side. You see like <laughs> Lots of stuff that is not too flattering. I didn't know Tent City was a real thing until they did a thing on the news about that. Dude, I oh, really? Like, yeah. There was a Tent City right off the Lowell Connector, right by where uh, we are right now. Like, really? Yeah. That's they funny. shut it down. Like, they cut the trees down, so it exposed it. Oh, yeah? If it, it used to be if you looked on Google Maps, you could see the um, tents. Yeah. See, I was supposed to go tomorrow, but... Uh, um, it got canceled because I guess it's going to be raining yeah. quite a lot, and uh, I know it's going to get cold again. So, I, hey, I'm not going to complain. We'll we're, we'll be doing it actually next Friday at one o'clock. Now, do you know when they're going to open it up to everyone else? I think the day after that, or maybe even this weekend. I, I don't know. I know they it was supposed to start like pretty much immediately after tomorrow, but I don't know if they have to cancel a lot of other uh, times because of the rain and the weather we've been yeah, having and the snow. Yeah, the snow oh. certainly didn't help things. How did you guys fare out in the snow over the past week? Too? How about I? My uh, commute was awful. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you that much. I, I I spun out. I almost like really. I, yeah, I ended up like having to like do the whole uh, you know trying to get my car back straight on the road. Luckily, I was taking a back road. No one else was around. So. Yeah, I saw when I was getting to class. I saw uh, one lady. She was coming opposite of me, and this dude just pulled out in front of her kind of like get onto the street and you could see she slammed her brakes and she went sideways yeah but she went perfectly to where her back bumper didn't hit the curb and the front of her car didn't like hit the dude that cut her off and uh you could just see her like slamming on her horn and it, it was it was funny but i felt bad for her because uh, she was wronged i yeah. want to know like at what point did you go from like happiness that she didn't hit somebody to sadness that you didn't get to witness an accident you know i i thought of that like it would have been cool if she hit but then i thought like no that that really i would hate it if that happened to me and that really ruins your whole entire day yeah because somebody Mom. wants to be a jackass yeah i mean it's kind of a bummer you, you, you're doing your thing you're trying to drive right but somebody else screws it up for you and then you you get hit, and that's never there's it's there's never a good time to get into a car accident, no matter no, what. No, you're no, always no. on your way to do something that it's just gonna put a dent in your day, and it's gonna suck. Yeah. From hey Bob, I was thinking about going into a different room, so you don't have to. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've been getting freaked out with the windows all around me lately, especially since one of my beers went missing, and then it went right right back. I think there's a ghost in the studio. Or probably crack, or crackhead. Yeah. No. 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 I may, well. I mean, maybe. Maybe. Ghost I'm not going to rule anything out. That's in our next segment. It's called Ghost or Crackhead. <laughs> ghost or Crackhead. Tune in in the eleventh. <laughs> there could definitely be ghosts in here. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. Is that a ghost or a crackhead? <laughs> Do you got change? <laughs> crackhead. Oh boy. So come on, man. I'm just saving up so I can buy a, a, a bus a bus ticket. No, that's a crackhead. Yeah. <laughs> hey, did you guys watch that OJ? Uh, no, but I show? heard great things about it. I heard there was an alternate ending where he got found guilty. Yeah, that's what happened. No, well, we, we were talking about it on the air today because I've been I've been watching it. I've just I, I the story is incredible because I remember I was in fourth grade when yeah. it all happened, and uh, uh, but part of it, you know, when you watch a movie 
uh, and you know how the movie's going to end every time, but every time you watch it, you're like, no, nope, no, nope, this is going to happen yeah. this time, and you still hope for it. And that's, I think, what everybody's hoping for watching the OJ movie, because you, everybody knows he gets off. But you want to be like this time he's gonna be found guilty. I think he was innocent. I I saw that Ford is like oh, it was a concept vehicle, but they had the uh, like a concept for the Bronco. Yeah. Do you think if they ever make the Bronco again, it's gonna come in color white or no? Do you think he just ruined that? I don't know. To like oh yeah, the white Bronco. Well, actually, that scene was pretty funny too because they they pull that whole scene out and everything. It was pretty good, but I don't know. I, I'm not familiar with the whole case. Like, like I, said, I was young, but yeah. uh, like the best thing is like OJ was pretty pretty popular uh, and pre- I would assume pretty rich. I think he could have afforded a better car than a Bronco. Right. <laughs> it was like let's get the car of like a meth head in West Virginia. Like right. See, I only knew him because of a. Uh, 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 being a great Naked actor. Gun. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Because I, I, I'm not a. I don't like football. I don't like sports. Wait a minute. He was a football player? Yeah, he, apparently. Oh, I yeah, I knew. I found that out afterwards. The juice. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Wait, I liked, so you didn't know that? I did. I'm just kidding. I just. Oh, I, I like the Naked Gun. That's the only thing I it knew. It was funny, though. The yeah. Naked Gun. Yeah, he was always getting beat up in the Naked Gun. <laughs> and it's amazing, though, just to think that, you know, you, you have one idea of how you think a person is and it is no matter who you are you watch a celebrity enough you you have an idea of who you think they are but it's never who they are you know you only know what the cameras uh show you that's gonna uh, be like when the e true hollywood story on chris Publon comes out people are gonna be like he was a nice guy i never knew it was like that (laughs) (laughs) i didn't know stuff went down like that Next week, Bob Philpott. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I like to think about that sometimes. Like, what would it be like? Like, I can't wait. Hey, soon I'm going to be out of school. And then I got to figure out what the hell I'm doing next. Say radio, probably right. Radio? Um, yeah, maybe. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what I want to do. Because I was thinking about like, as far as jobs, I, like with my degree, I got a philosophy degree. Like where can I go from here? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. You should. You should. I just like. Uh, you should apply. <laughs> I just picture like you applying to like some place and like oh it's a it's a college kid and then you get there and like they're expecting like a like a twenty four year old kid and you're like hey what's up guys <laughs> go. Oh, I thought you uh you just graduated. It didn't say your uh, birthday on the uh, resume. My mistake. Oh, I'll go clean shaven. They'll yeah. think I'm a young guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's gonna get. <laughs> Plus, you're going to the uh, the trainer now, so that's that's definitely gonna make you look younger. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully that dude's been kicking my ass. I feel I'm telling you, I feel like I forgot how to exercise, and I started going to this guy, and uh, I because I go in there and I do what's comfy to me, and naturally that's just like okay, it hurts a little bit, I'm done. <laughs> but this guy kind of pushes me a lot farther than I'm gonna push myself. Yeah, and he he knows I have kind of an injured shoulder, so we work around that, and. Uh, Dude knows what he's talking about, and it, it's pretty cool. The forty-five minutes there is uh, excruciatingly painful, but it's very much nice when it's over. I felt like my uh, my forearms felt like Popeyes today, you know. <laughs> and I said, uh, "We're doing 12, and I got to like eight and a half. I was like, 
<laughs> making these noises, these very feminine noises. <laughs> like, why am I doing that? Stop making those noises. <laughs> At least you aren't crying. I know. I want to. I want to. I almost threw up the other day. And that's how Chris got thrown out of Planet Fitness. <laughs> well, the thing is, well, that's one of the things I was thinking of, because I, I, I do go to Planet Fitness, and uh, it's just one of those... Um, no, there's no judgment, but I don't think anybody really knows what they're doing in the first place. So they couldn't judge you anyway. I mean, do you do you guys ever do anything? Well, they judge you if you're like lifting heavy weights, isn't that what they say? <laughs> right. Like they're judging you if you're in shape and you're doing everything properly. Uh, I go to work. I love the, like the whole idea of like a judgment-free like gym. I think that's why like women go to like curves and stuff. Like, right? No one can judge us. But it's like they forget women are the most judgmental people in the world. <laughs> why would you go to an environment surrounded by the most judgmental people in the world and expect no judgment? Right. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. And and that's what I think about when I go to Planet Fitness because no matter how much I want to be, uh, you know, maybe in a judgment, I don't want anybody to look at me or or whatever. Uh, it's happening. I feel like if you just give some like give one person a tip in Planet Fitness, and they're like, he knows what he's doing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, a little more extension in your triceps. I noticed you just a little more extension in the triceps. Keep your back straight. Okay. Keep those abs tight. <laughs> Chris is a plan, uh, Planet Fitness trainer. <laughs> right, right. I even got the shirt and everything. Just pick up like because their dumbbells only go up to like what seventy. Yeah. You just like you know pick up a seventy and just walk away with it. No one needs to see you <laughs> lift it. And just they'll see you putting the tr- like back down back. Oh, that was a good set. I noticed you're uh. Your uh, bicep curls. You're uh, you're kind of slacking off at the end. You mean follow through? <laughs> hey, we need to take one more break, and then we're gonna uh, come back to end this thing. Yeah, I don't know what we're gonna do, but we'll figure it out. So stay with us. They have to party on 980 WCAP. We'll be right back. Yeah. Welcome back to the after party on 980 WCAP. We're having some technical issues with our. Hold on, let me let me make my own bumper music real quick. Ready? Here we go. WCAP, welcome back. You're listening to the after party. Thank you. It happens just often enough that I just can't remember how to recover. Oh really? <laughs> F4 and then play the number of the track. Yeah. And then it restarts. Anyway, hey, uh, I'm Chris Pupilon. Joining the studio, we have we have uh, Nick Robbins, we have Tom Markham, we have Bob Philpot, and we have you. You could call up now. Would probably be the best time to call up. Last uh, two weeks ago, we had uh, Deb. She was the cool mom. She was listening in. A nine seven eight four five four four nine eight zero or nine seven eight four five four WCAP. Now you can always periscope again and uh, say <laughs> naked ladies and see how many people jump on. Oh, I'm sure right? tons would jump. I'm on already that. mad because I tried watching a shower scene earlier and it wasn't happening. 
Yeah, <laughs> it was you, right? right? Yeah. yeah. Damn it, pervert. Then <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so we, we we've learned a lot tonight. Uh, the the beers we tried, I liked every one of them. Yeah, I need to update my Untapped because I'm at over 200 beers. I'm a master right now. Yeah, that could be a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> I'm a master beer drinker. Soon I'll be a legendary beer drinker. <laughs> I think I cheat because I always get flights whenever I go to a brew pub. And uh, a flight is uh, four or yeah. five different beers, depending on where you go. And uh, I update my Untapped with all the five different beers that I'm drinking. Yeah, I think that's, that is cheap. Yeah, it's cheap. No, that's well, cheap. what do you mean it's cheap? I'm drinking all of the beers. Now I'm gonna ask: Does it keep track of the uh, of the actual like amount of beer you drink? Can you like, if you've done it more than once, will it like tally up how many times you drink? Can you? Or is it just a one? You know, it'll, thing? It, it'll say silly things though. Like if you're uh, if you if you put in like ten beers in a day. I like I got the paycheck badge, <laughs> like I spent my paycheck on beer, Jeez. and then like it'll say like uh, we hope you were just sampling, <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> so the app is telling you that you're you're drinking too much. Yeah, yeah, in, in a matter of words, but I, I like it. But uh, the only way I think you could cheat is if you're like, oh, well, I've had that beer before, so yeah. I'm just gonna put it in. Like, and then it sent like if you had like a certain amount, it just sends an Uber driver. It's like all right. GPS on his phone. Send an Uber. <laughs> so, <laughs> jazz, jazz hands. He'll <laughs> be oh, there in man. five. I, I drunk, just Chris is drunk again. I'm telling you, just my 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 disdain for him just falls out, and I I think he's starting to know it, but he laughs at how much I don't like him. Watch your back, jazz hands. You take a, I want I want to know what this kid looks. Take a picture, please. And just openly be like, hey, I hate you, and take a picture. He looks like someone you would not want to pick up if he was hitchhiking. You know, like, whoa, driving by this one. So he looks like every single hitchhiker. I've never seen a hitchhiker and been like, yeah, I'd, I'd like to pick that I, one up. I want to say he looks just as annoying as, like, like you know how when you, you find, you've heard somebody's voice or you've heard about them, and you see them and you're like, that's not anything I expected. Or just the opposite, like, whoa, hey, that that's exactly what I was thinking that would look like. <laughs> I I feel like that this kid would be the uh, the epitome of everything that I've been saying. Uh, like or even when I first shaved and I went in, he asks me if I had facial surgery. Like he's trying to be funny, and I'm like, shut up. You should have just yeah. punched him. Not even thought about. And it. then he, whoa, did you have facial surgery? He has the nerve to tell me I missed a spot, and it wasn't like you missed a spot. Ha 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 ha. It was like yeah, right under your nose. Make sure you get that next time. Just just wanted to let you know. What was his comment about the military? Oh, uh, oh boy! He said. Um, first, he said he's uh, he's morally opposed to the military, and then he said uh, the military are very spoiled with all the benefits they get. <laughs> and and I just gave him like a WTF, like kind of loud, louder than I wanted it to be. And I go, stop talking, please don't talk to me anymore. I don't want to talk to you. Just, it's just like I don't know. They get to put their life. On I the really. Line. I mean, I don't like to. I'm not really affiliated with a party, but. Everyone yelling about $15 an hour. I think they should up the pay for military. And then whenever anyone's like, we should get paid more, be like, all right, well, join the military, and you can. Yeah, <laughs> like even with college, everybody wants free college. Join the Marines. Join yeah. the military. Then you'll get your free college. There was a guy that posted a picture of when like, all that stuff was going around. And he was like, he was like, yeah, I wanted to uh, go to college for free, too, so I joined the military. Yeah. It was when all that, like, the protests were going on. I served the country, and they're, they're paying me. I feel like I've been going to school longer than I was actually in the military yeah. at this point. My brother was in the uh, Air Force, and he is a 
he's terrible. Like, I wouldn't trust him with my life. And uh, <laughs> he was able to find a job in the military doing something like yeah, medic man. work. So he was, uh, you know. And the Air Force, if anybody were to join any branch, I would always recommend the Air Force first. Join the Air Force because those guys, they haven't made. Yeah. It's going to be cake. You're going to love your life. I asked, I asked my buddy who was in the Air Force. I was like, what do you do? He's like, I just look at pictures all day and then tell them what I find. Like, that's all? He's like, pretty much. Like Jesus, I wanted that. Well, that could be anybody's <laughs> job. Like, yeah, I just look at pictures. Yeah. I joined a cook uh, as a cook because I really I thought I'm like I've cooked for most of my life. I've done culinary arts. I know how to cook because when, uh, when you're joining the military, you're joining a community. That's really what it is, and it just depends on what sections going to Iraq, where we're at, and um, as soon as I got out of. All of the training that I had to go through, uh, I, I was checking into my unit, and he's like, oh, you're going to Iraq. I'm like, what? Oh, yeah, we, we had you on the list when you were in Marine combat training. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I joined as a cook, so I wouldn't go to Iraq. My but, uh, buddy, oh no, my, you'll be cooking. <laughs> my buddy joined the Marine Reserves, and like everyone was like, "Why'd you join the Reserves?" He's like, "Ah, uh, because I don't want to go overseas." And, and he then, probably like, went. Right? Yeah, he went to Afghanistan he for a like, year. He right? was, yeah. And he was just like, well, I don't know why I joined the reserve. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, when you're active duty in the Marines, you only go for like seven months. And if you go reserves, you go, I think, for like a year to 18 months. And so they, they'll activate you longer if you're reserved. Some people got screwed who were in the reserve. Yeah. Now, I, I went in uh, active duty, but I stayed in Iraq for a year because I had a buddy of mine. We were re- really good friends. Like, I was with him in, in cook school and Marine combat training, and then we went to the same unit together. So we were together for a while, then we went to Iraq together. And then this dude, he didn't have any kids. He wasn't married. Same thing as me. And uh, I'm like, hey, well, would you extend? I'll extend if you extend. And he's like, yeah, sure, sure, I'll extend. And uh, so I went to the sergeant major, whoever I had to go to, to get my paper signed. And uh, about a week goes by, and I'm like, so, Ogburn, you ever extend? No, Pooblum, I didn't do that. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> I did. Oh, well, you're on your own, man. <laughs> I'm like, damn it. I'm out of here. I tried canceling, and they're like, sorry, we already sent the roster. You're on. You're you're with us. I tried getting out of it any way I could. You've like, made nope. the active roster. <laughs> we you're got you. So everybody, I remember distinctly, I was pissed because uh, everybody was celebrating their halfway mark. Halfway! <laughs> that was only a quarter of the way. <laughs> it was awful. Uh, and then when, like, everybody left... And then there was all these new people. There were sergeants that had never been to Iraq. And I'm a Lance Corporal, so I'm already at the bottom of the totem pole still. And they're bossing me around, even though they have no idea what they're doing. And if I disobeyed what they were saying, it's like having like just a complete different line of people to tell you what to do. <laughs> it, it was miserable. I hated it. Well, I heard Iraq's pretty nice, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's wonderful. <laughs> Especially in August. You it's, get free trips if you join the military. Al Franken came through. And uh, it was at the same time Kelly Clarkson was there. And uh, he was coming through. And I was doing guard duty. And I was like, oh, hello, sir. And uh, he goes, oh, yeah, I, I love Iraq. This is a great time to come by. Great weather. Great weather. I'm like, you're a I, jerk. I love that Kelly Clarkson went there. Because a, a lot of soldiers want her like to just sing to them. Like, I obviously, like... It's great that like they send people out there to perform for all right. the troops and stuff, but it's like you guys couldn't find someone better than Kelly Clarkson. Well, it was two thousand five, coming right off American Idol. Fame. Yeah, and oh. she just won, I think. But I didn't know she was famous. I'd I had re- no idea. 
And she sat at the table I was sitting at, and she was asking everybody around the table, oh, what do you do? And the guy's like, oh, I'll motor T. What do you do? And the guy, oh, I'm an MP, I'm a military police officer. What do you do? I'm a cook, but I'm stuck outside searching these jerks, these smelly dudes for bombs all day. I just start letting out venting. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> like, to, yeah, thanks. Then she just called her agent and was like, get me out. <laughs> There was a comedy show while I was there too. That was the only MWR show I was able to see, and I, I loved it. I, I was so was happy. It? It was, there was the only name I remember is Chris Alpine. That's the only name. Otherwise, it was just cool that I was able to see a comedy show while I was. Now, yeah. was that before you started doing comedy? Yeah, yeah, because I didn't do comedy till about uh, a year after I got out of the military, and then I had kids and stuff and. That happened, <laughs> but uh, no, uh, it's one of those things. Like, what, what what got you guys doing? Was it somebody that kind of pushed you? Hey, you guys are funny. You're funny. You no, should do that in front of people. I was, I was just like, I don't know. I was kind of like depressed at work, and I saw like comedy, and like I always wanted to do it. And I went to an open mic. I was like, I talked to Nick, and I was like, Hey, man, I'm going to check out this open mic, and like. I just kind of want to get my foot wet, because like, I had never really watched, like, right. I had been to comedy shows, I had never been to, like, an open mic, so I went to an open mic, and I just kind of, like, saw, like, these people, well, this is actually before I, no, I you started I gotten, first, I started, before I got booked, I got booked to do a show before I even saw an open mic, right, which was uh, pretty cool, what are you talking about, the Shaskin? Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, I said it like, I was like, ah, I'm on the fence. And then, uh, just as like a push in the back, like Nick was like, well, if you do it, I'll do it, man. You got no excuse. Right. So like, I was like, all right, man, fine. Yeah. Which I originally didn't even want to do it. He was like, dude, let's just check it out. Yeah. And he, so we did. And I was like. He basically, he took one for the team and was like, just to make me do it. <laughs> so I didn't have an excuse. Did it. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's been couple of years now yeah. but like i ended up the best was like i had all these nerves going into it because it's like it's you know what i equated it to do you have, have have you ever seen american idol yeah yeah you know the point when people are like oh my family thought i was you know the best singer all that and in their head they're this amazing singer and then they go on to the show they sing and they find out they're terrible right i was afraid that I was going to have that moment where <laughs> everyone had been telling me I was funny. In my head, I was funny, and I had never just put it out there to be judged by a crowd. So I was afraid, like, I was, like after I got off stage, like, like a snarky British dude was going to be like, that was absolutely terrible. That was awful. My parents you were the opposite. You should be embarrassed. <laughs> My parents were like, what are you doing? You're not that funny. You shouldn't be doing this right really? now. Really? And I just, like, I ended up, the reason he was able to talk me into it, I was coaching Shut football. Up, Dad. Yeah. I was coaching football, and then I had no, like, I had free time. I was like, yeah, might as well just see what we can do. And uh, then, yeah, it was just... Uh, my parents, I mean, they're very supportive. They're like, you should try it, but they're like, we don't right. know what you're going to do because you're not that funny. <laughs> For me, I, I've always been told I was funny. Like, around the world, too, even when I was in Iraq. Like, I used to just make fun of Ugandans all day, and they loved it. So, 
<laughs> I used to roast Ugandans. Yeah, There's man. no Ugandans around, but I roasted them, and, and they loved it. it well, and it's funny. Like, different... I, I'd say, Gwei, Oliotia. And they'd be like, oh, you must be Mr. Publan. Like, if people I didn't even, like... Oh, we talk about you in our camp all the time. Like, and I, I just <laughs> laugh, you know. But, uh, and then especially like being younger, as as a young kid, you know, you, you hear that you're funny all the time. So, uh, and then a friend of mine pushed me to go to the Winter Circle, and that's where I started doing comedy. And uh, I think it took me about a year to get rid of the nerves. But once I started going to school, and then I started going to UMass Lowell, where you actually have like homework you have to yeah, do. Yeah. And then having the morning job and doing news, it kind of kind of blew up my spot. So I wasn't able to do it anymore, really. Well, we actually we lucked out because when we went, like not like not blowing up our you know giving us a big head, but like when we went, we were like just gonna check it out. Right. And we saw, like, we got lucky because we saw, like, one or two guys that weren't that funny. And we're like, we That's can do healthy. better than that guy. Yeah, yeah. And so we're like, all right, as long as we're not the worst, we I, can figure it I out. I honestly, I had never seen that before. Like, because, like, I had only been to, like, high-level shows where I'm watching, like, these paid professionals. And I had never seen, like, at an amateur level. Right. And to see at an amateur level where it was just, like, people. And you're like, awful. Oh. Yeah. Right, yeah I it it was that. awesome too cuz like the Shaskin is where we started and that was, you know, Lavalley and uh Michael the Michael Carter, Dave Carter, they run it and it's so professional like we we're just like, wow, we can't believe we started here and didn't just show up somewhere and it's like, hey, we'd like to go on tonight. We'll figure something out. That's yeah. just funny but like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, and it's a book show like I I I got lucky getting like uh, yeah, hey, I hear uh, they've been doing good over there. Oh, they're doing really well. It's yeah. it's an awesome time too. Like even if we've gone up there, forty five minutes drive just to watch a show there because yeah. you know it's one of those places where they always have somebody good. So that's real cool. Well, we got to run away in about a minute. Ooh. We got less than a minute actually. This is flown by. Yeah, flown by once again. Another fun week. And uh, we get, I feel like this is like an award ceremony when the. Um, the guy's talking too long, and they just start playing music to get him off stage. Like, yeah. I, hear, I hear that music, Bob. Well, it's it's bumper music. It's to tell us to wrap it up. Wrap it up, <laughs> wrap it up. So, uh, Yo, wrap it up, B. Nick Robbins, Tom Markham, thank you for hanging out. Hey, thanks for having us, man. Yeah, right on. I don't know who's on next week. Chris Poublon. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Maybe Bob we'll... Philpont, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, right on. Maybe we'll call Sweden next week. I'll, wanna... I'll check out that phone number. I'm not going to lie. Right. I want to be part of the Sweden call. Yeah. The conference maybe, call. Well, we'll probably get a different person every week, so maybe we'll just set, call Sweden each week. I'll see how it goes. <laughs> hey, uh, have a good night. Get some sleep. Enjoy Dick Summer coming up next. Yeah.